If you're searching for a wrestling podcast that's filled with fun, this is definitely David Boy Smith's yeah, finest fucking moment. He goes, he fell on his ass. He fell on his ass. Couple of haters. Couple haters. Wrestling nostalgia. I will take you back to May 26, 1996. It was a stormy night. <laughs> the wind was howling. <laughs> Latest pro wrestling news and rumours. We've heard about the situations between WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And hilarious tangents. Oh, what the fuck is this not tangent off? No <laughs> Samoan <and> spikes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tangents! Then look no further. Join your hosts, James, Stu, and Johnny, and subscribe to Top Turnbuckle Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Top Turnbuckle Podcast with me, Stu. Me, Johnny. And me, James. And hello, and welcome, everyone. Hello, hello. I trust you're all well. Had a good month. Everyone happy? Everyone smiley? Everyone's all right. I think, well, yeah. I'm all right. I can't speak about everybody else, but... No, I'm yeah, all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah. And we yeah. hope you're all right too. Indeed. Yes. We've got quite a bit to talk about on this one. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I have anyway. <laughs> right, episode 14. Here we go. That's not 13 or 12. No, Johnny. <laughs> 14, because I don't want to make the same mistake I made the last time. <laughs> But we are back. Yes, we are back. And hitting harder than a Bron Breaker back breaker. <laughs> a cut angle belly to back suplex. Or an unshaven, unkept Prince Albert, aka A Train, 10 size hairy back. Wondering where the hell that was going there, to be honest. Do you remember when they fucked 10 size up? Oh, he yeah. come from like New Japan. Didn't he was he? really good over there, wasn't he? He was yeah. doing quite well. And then they brought him back, like with he was trying to speak Japanese and shit, wasn't he? Didn't he have a nightgown dress? This is when they <laughs> fucked him up. He, he was like taken really seriously in New Japan. He defeated John Cena on his first night back as well. <laughs> How'd you go from that to a nightgown match? <laughs> and then became a Funkasaurus with Brodus Clay. Oh God. Oh. Well, now that we've had that interesting little tangent. What have we all been up to then, guys? Um, Yes, what have we been up to? Been watching a lot of wrestling. Yes. Could have cried watching the rugby this afternoon. Poor old Scotland, we tried. We came very close. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Yes, Um, I had an interesting meeting with Dan Reed, Pro Wrestling Eve's promoter. Big up, Dan. Yes, um... Yeah, obviously me and him go back quite far, 2030, I think, maybe longer than that, years. Um, and we got back in contact with each other again and sat in the pub and spoke wrestling for six hours. That's fantastic, Johnny. Yeah. It's awesome. Which was always good. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Pro Wrestling Eve as well. They've always been on my radar, but I've uh, been watching a real, real lot of their stuff. And, you know, I, I don't actually know Dan, but... Massive props to him because the show is amazing. I'm, it really I'm, is. After what you guys have said, I'm going to be checking some of it out when we finish later on. And yeah. um, that'll be a bit of uh, bedtime watching. Yeah, yeah, so Dan and Emily run it. 
you know, it's it's just fantastic. There's there's like this camaraderie with the uh, fans and with the wrestlers, mm. which is just so unique in the way of, and I don't mean this like in a romantic sense, guys. It's like a f- intimacy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the wrestlers and like the it's fans, like, it's like a it, family. Kind yeah, of. it's a cool. really, really, and it comes across on screen. It's awesome. Just a couple of people just shouting out who I've really, really liked. Since I've been really, really into it, there's a rest of there. It's just a bundle of fun and energy, and she's just—it's just infectious. The name's Chris Wolf. Fantastic. There is a new wrestler, and she's got like this Joan Jet sort of eighties look going on. Okay. She looks like she's a really, really good talent. Yeah, she's, she's called good, yeah. uh, Rain Leverkusen. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And then you, one, you sold me at Joan Jet. Yeah, and then one other that I really like, which I was talking to Johnny about actually, is Millie McKenzie. Yeah, she's got something about her what you just want to root for. Yeah, when you watch look, her yeah. or, organically, sort of thing. Right. She reminds me of like a face version of Candice LeRae. Okay, you know when like you just want to root for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. It's, it's, it's nothing that she does; just organic. But the promotion's great. Yeah, they've had some Absolutely big great. names come through there as well. Um, Jamie Hayter, mm. uh, Nikki Cross, um, Piper Nevin, just to name a few. And <clears throat> like I said, I've, I've known Dan for a very, very long time. Um, we were kind of going to break into the wrestling business together plus 20 plus years ago. And obviously he went a different direction, I did as well. And yeah, we lost contact a little bit, but yeah, it's nice. We got back in contact again. That's and, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I can go down and give him a hand on some shows and stuff. And who knows, maybe we even get him on here one day. Yeah. 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 We'll, <clears throat> we'll definitely look into that yeah, because man. he's got some knowledge there, which would be fantastic. And he... Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I've i been having a blast with it. If you want to uh, subscribe to Progress and Eve, guys, you can do so, which is what I've done. You can take advantage of a seven-day free trial and... I think it's nine dollars and ninety nine a month after yeah, that. So you get the whole archive similar to nice. the WWE network. Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff on there. The the matches, the in terms of women's matches, they're given plenty of time, really, really good quality, lots of fun on the show. It's yeah. great. I, I I've really been having a blast mm. with it. They have their big event, um Wrestle Queendom and She Won tournament. I think there's like a two-night tournament that gets held. Um, but then they've just done their 100th episode as well, away nice. from all of that. So, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. yeah, definitely worth checking out. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's my evening sorted for tonight. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you can't, like, afford the premium for now or, yeah. you know, obviously it's a seven-day trial, but just look it up on YouTube and give it a watch, guys, because there's some really, really good matches. Women are given a lot of opportunities on this show. Good. It's a women's only promotion and just some of the matches are just eye-opening and how much time they're given and like yeah. I say I can't say enough about it really and yeah. I don't know Dan but I I just can't say enough and bigger props to him yeah yeah fair Fantastic. play man. fair play yeah right so we have a new microphone yeah, oh, yeah we can bring that <laughs> yeah we had some issues <laughs> with technology that poor fucking microphone <laughs> was struggling for about three to four episodes, it turns out, while it was at, like, fucking 
on its last legs. So basically, folks, we're actually starting this show with the top turnbuckle podcast news, which is just about us. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, our microphone was dead on its fucking ass, and we were flogging a dead pony for a while. But as it turns out, technology will not defeat us. It probably will. (laughs) It probably will. (laughs) But we'll be like Chawamba Wamba. Who? We're getting, is that, is that what they're called? Ch- what? Chumbawamba, isn't it? Chumbawamba. It's like a cross of Chumbawamba and Shawaddy Waddy. You've got enough badge oh, yeah. shit to come. We'll get, we'll get knocked down, but we'll get back up. There we go. I knew where he was going. Oh, I'll just give a big shout out to my fiance. Actually, uh, we forgot about the mystery gift for Stu and we found it and it's Hulk Hogan's <laughs> The Ultimate Weapon that yeah. he's actually gone. He's it's actually not. sat in front <laughs> of me right now. You can say that hi, mate. <laughs> I suppose it's better It's, it's than... awesome. The picture on the front, Hulk's got hair. It's, it's, it's a good film. It's got to be better than six pairs of used Do kids' pants. Oh, nothing will be better than six pairs of used <laughs> pants. Ask Jim, competition winner. Oh, <laughs> yes. Also, big thanks to um, Three Counts Wrestling Um for the prize that Jim uh, received recently. Massive, massive collection of wrestling memorabilia oh, yeah, there. Yeah, got um, a couple of figures. Yeah. Um, a book, I think there was. Yeah, it's hardback edition of 25 years of Raw. T-shirt. Uh, New Day hat. Yeah, wristband, yeah. headband. Uh, we look forward to seeing a photo of you wearing all of this. In one go. In one go. Yes. In one go. Uh, we'll actually be going to see Jim soon, so hopefully I can take that photo. And the pants. And the pants. And the which pants. I don't think he has anymore. Well, you have I'm to sure you never you you you're going to have to sneak yes. another pair in there. Oh, you should try and put them on the figures. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Probably fit. <laughs> I've still got five pairs, so, you know. We'll see Basically, what we're we're, we're setting Johnny up with the challenge of hiding a pair of pants every time he goes to see Jim. Um, but again, thanks ever so much to Three Count Wrestling Merchandise. You guys Thank have you. been absolutely brilliant. Um, we, you know, we couldn't do these competitions without you, and we thank you guys so much there. Yes. Massive, massive props to you guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, should we should we do a little announcement about our topics that, are, that we're going to be covering? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll leave it to you guys then. If you can oh. remember. <laughs> was this well, your well, pick? It was, it was my pick, yeah. Pick, so. Oh, I know. So does that mean I've got to do it? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I thought I'd throw it out and catch you off guard. Um, so my picks this week, uh, week, month, um, were the top three best Briscoe Brothers moments as a tribute to the late Jay Briscoe. And... Um, Finally, I chose your favourite moment from the legendary American dream, Dusty Rhodes. I think the Dusty Finger. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny's just surprised us all by bringing out a Dusty Rhodes figure. <laughs> Literally got, out of nowhere. American dream. I've got a Dusty Rhodes figure. I know, well. I've got you that. Yeah. yeah. That. That's a fucking nice figure, that is. Yeah. From Three Counts Wrestling Merchandise. Oh, I know. Yeah. Thank you very much for that again, guys. <laughs> nice one. So Dusty and the Briscoes. Yeah. I think I may have made them boo-boo here. Okay. Because we've said about the Tag Team Legends, Hall of Famers, multi-time Tag Team Champions from many different territories from the 60s and 70s. Jack and Jerry, the Briscoe brothers. Get out. That is right, isn't it? Get out. Because I've even wrote my picks down. Are you seriously? 20-time tag team champions, 
the Briscoes versus Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch. <laughs> right. Briscoes versus Dorian Terry Funk and versus Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. Right. We are going to make a creative decision <laughs> on the fly. This is how organised we are. We are going to celebrate the life of Jay Briscoe through his family in wrestling. Okay. There we go. Okay. Oh. So my pick's just been completely adapted. I would like to just change something. Sorry. I am not joking. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I can help myself. You absolute prick. <laughs> I have got me Briscoe. You absolute <laughs> fucking prick. Fuck me, Johnny. I just come for you and made a fucking creative change. I nearly oh. ruined the good... Per- right, seriously. I'm just going to point out... <laughs> And I nearly ruined a damn good pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Oh. Yeah. 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 I couldn't help it? myself. I couldn't help myself. That I was... even went and picked me freeze for the topic. You fucking asshole. I was going to carry it on through our episode, but you I should have done. I could feel Jesus the tension in the air. Fucking Christ. Everyone probably on the Facebook page will want to know what you fucking picked now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, um, yeah. They were three good matches, actually. Fucking hell, Johnny. 20 tag team champions, they were. Yeah. I didn't realise how many times. Um, they I also actually, discovered I... Hogan as well. Chris Did yeah. Well, we'll leave that for another topic. The Briscoe. Okay, the thanks for that. Briscoes. Right, let's try and Jesus challenge each Christ. other as much as we can and throw each other off. Oof. <laughs> right. Back to the Briscoes. Fucking hell, man. I'll be honest man. with you, I thought I'd done a fucking good job to cover that. And in case oh, it was, didn't. yeah. It was a oh, damn was, good yeah. covering, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Okay. He's dusty, there he is. Who would like to start off this first? Uh, I think I think me and Johnny will go for it. Okay, because I've got a lot, <laughs> and you would know where that's going, Johnny. Off of that, is this the match from two thousand two? It is, yes. Now I actually only picked two matches to begin with um, until I think it was last week. I came round here, uh, round James's, and watched Jay Briscoe versus Amazing Red, mm. and. Go, a little bit of history. Going back, when Ring of Honor first started, I didn't see a lot of it. Um, I didn't have access to the shows. I'd heard about it, and I hadn't even really seen much of the Briscoes. So this kind of topic gave me a good opportunity to go back and watch a lot of it. Um, so, yeah, I'd heard about it all. I, I, even with like the whole Summer of Punk and Danielson mm. and Samoa Joe, I never see any of that at the time. It wasn't until a lot later on that I kind of got to watch it all. Interesting comparison, Johnny, because I had. Yeah. Whereas Stu is really big on, uh, like, them boys as a tag team, mm. I have watched a lot of Jay and Mark, but more specifically Jay in singles from okay. Ring of Honor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you can carry on, mate. Yeah, so, the, like I said, the, the match, I, I did struggle to pick three, but um, after coming over, I, I did watch this match, and it was just amazing. It was... Jay Briscoe versus The Amazing Red. It was at a time where ECW was out of business and this was kind of like a, a new ECW in a way. It was kind of like it still had that gritty side to it all. It was a small venue and it was just, it was it was different to everything else going on at the time. It was a small venue, but it worked. Yeah, it worked perfectly, yeah. And what I found fascinating is this match in 2002, I can't remember the exact month, but 
I'm sure it's around February. And if you think about it, you haven't even had The Rock versus Hogan. No, no, you haven't. At WrestleMania 18. And yeah. what this match, why, why to me this match fantastic? I've always been a fan of Amazing Reds. This match is two 19 year olds mm. who are just going out there and giving it their all. Yeah. They're putting together a great match. It's fantastic. It's a clash of styles, really, because you've got sort of the big built Jay, and then mm. you've got Red, who looks like he shouldn't even be in there. He looks yeah. like a 14 year old boy, <laughs> but he's so talented. And the match just works. It's stunning. Yeah. There's a loads of brilliant transitions in there. There's moves in there. I don't think at that time had even been done. They no. were new, sort of just, yeah, new moves that no, no one had done. It's a fantastic match. And again, I don't want to spoil it too much because I think that people should go and see it and we will link it on the channel. It is great. And these two are extremely, and we say this a lot about the British guys, don't we? Red as well. To give him his perhaps extremely underrated. Massively, yeah. massively yeah. underrated. Massively underrated. I think at one point, even as... Was it a bit of a joke that he got the TNA title at one yeah. point? I can't remember if it was a legit thing, but it was during a period where they were struggling. It was, it was treated as a... Like you say, it was treated like a joke title yeah, holder, um, which kind of undermines his talent completely. Yeah, it had a lot to do with the X Division... That great time with, like, I think it's Edith Skipper, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, right. And, you know, the usual three who really were amazing during that time. X Division. You know, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles and Christopher, Christopher Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, that group, and mm. they were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Match. Yeah, Was it from it. the first pay-per-view as well? It's from uh, Era of Honor Begins, isn't it? I believe I think... so. I've, I've had that match on DVD, and right. I've always loved that match. Yeah. And I, I just want to highlight that my picks are specifically on Joe Briscoe because okay. it's what I know. Yeah. Okay, from like early on. Yeah. So that's nice. our first. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Right. Where we go next? Oh, no, yeah, you go next if you want because that was our joint one, wasn't it? So, yeah. Oh, okay. You, um, right. Yeah. Have you done your first? Did you do a first one? No. No, you haven't. No, you go first. for it, yeah. Um, right. My, I, as always, I always do mine in order. My number three pick is. Um, from Ring of Honor Man Up 2007, uh, September 15th, actually, 2007, uh, Chicago Ridge, Illinois, and it was Ladder War. This is the other pick I've actually got as well. Uh, <laughs> Chime in with this as well, mate. Um, it's, it's the Briscoe Brothers versus Kevin Steen and El Generico, obviously now known as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, Ring of Honor still to this day have branded this, and I quote, the most brutal ladder match in Ring of Honor history. Was this the first ladder match in Ring of Honor as well? Yes. Um, it was just full on. Just it was just from the from from the, start. From the moment they came to the ring. Yeah. Not got in. The streamers were still pouring yeah. in the ring. <clears throat> as um, the match started. It, it, I, I'm not with all of these picks. I'm not gonna not gonna ruin the outcome. You know, um, and give a spoiler as to. Who wins these matches? Much the same as what James said. I'm going to post the links. Um, this match is on YouTube. Um, it is. It's, it's fucking brutal. It's like some I'm of the never... spots. There's like yeah. There's the um, the Briscoes. They get Generico and they throw him halfway across the ring yeah. through the ladder set up, which I thought was great. And it then... is. Yeah, it's savage. I mean, the chair shots in it. Some yeah. of them were brutal and really made me. 
kind of wince. They got that massive ladder out as well. And you've got Kevin Steen, he pushes the ladder over with Jay Briscoe on the top and it lands on the previous broken yeah. ladder as well. You got, you know, th- being thrown over barriers onto, you know, the crowd have obviously got their heads up and kind of moved out of the way. <laughs> and you're left with about five to ten empty chairs. And you've got poor Mark Briscoe just landing back first on the, you know, the back end of these chairs. It's fucking savage. One thing was um, when Steam put Mark with a, uh, it was like a bridged ladder. Yeah. He'd done a brutal, like, package pole driver through it yeah. off the ladder onto the other ladder. Yeah, it was just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's making my like. I've I've watched these quite a few times, and it, it just it makes me cringe every time I watch it. But it's such a good match. Yeah, it's but a- it, it's it's a brilliant showcase of four individual wrestlers, not two tag teams. But as and when they do combine their efforts to work two on one, and you know, vice versa, backwards and forwards, it's. It's 25 minutes long as well of just non-stop it's, action. It's actually the longest match on the card oh. at 27 minutes oh. and 23 seconds. There we go. The second longest match on there was the main event at 21 minutes. Wow. Um, watch it. It's fucking outstanding. Yeah. I, did, I can't big it up enough. Did you see the angle following the match as well? Yeah. With the um, Jay's attack by Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah. And he's tied, hung upside down from the top of the arena with the ceiling by his feet and Jimmy's just underneath bathing in his blood. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> it's so savage. It I've, is so savage. I've got nothing to add. It's fantastic. It's such it, a good it, match. It, it's on my standby list. Yeah, great match. There's, there's, there's going to be a lot of um, emphasis on, a, on, a, on the for me personally on the ones I've picked because I'm was, I was such a big fan of these two. Yeah. And as individuals as well, they were they were brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well, you've been a massive advocate of them mm. before all this happens. I yeah. think that there's yeah. a lot of people, and it, it, it probably sounds controversial me saying this, there's a lot of people that have jumped on the bandwagon, yeah. unfortunately, since Jay's passing, mm. but you legitimately have been such I'll a be mega fan. You've told me Johnny. You've always brought them up yeah. almost every episode. Yeah, yeah, when I was listening back to uh, edits of episodes, you're always telling us mm. to watch them. And, yeah. 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 God, we're smashing them out, aren't we? All oh, right, there those. we go. Yeah, that's, that's my first one done. Who's next? Well, there's... A, you, it's you're, you. You're <laughs> done, aren't you? I've got one more pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yeah, one more. Oh, do you want me to go then? Go if for it. Want? Okay, so there's this really lovely match. This lovely. is Jay. Yep, this is Jay Briscoe again in singles, and this is really interesting because this one takes place in 2003. Okay, and immediately Jay looks so green in the 2002 match, and then he sort of completely changed character and he's gone into this country boy look at this point <laughs> after a year. So, he, you know, he's, he's beginning to establish the character here. This match is Jade versus the American Dragon. You all know who he is, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. This is a great match. Brian Danielson here looks like you're familiar, we talked about this before, create a wrestler yeah. <laughs> on a video game. You can see why no one really, despite his amazing talent, maybe picked up on him. Yeah. But my God, the talent in this match is amazing. This match starts at close quarters and it sort of catches catch can while standing up. Mm. 
they both have control, risk control over one another at different times. But there's so many transitions and so many like mm. throws and technical aspects of groundwork and then coming back up but still being close, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I showed this to you, Johnny. It's got, it's got aspects of a European style in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and Jay's up to the task mm. here. Really, really up to the task with probably the best wrestler in the world, a lot of people yeah. were saying. It's fantastic. It moves into a lot more action. And it's just a great match. I'm not going to ruin it again. Mm. It's fantastic. And it shows Jay and the amount of influence he had on these people now that we see as megastars. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know? And it, oh, it's, it's, it's great. This is a proper wrestling fans match. Yeah, yeah. This is not going to be something that someone who likes the entertainment factor mm. of WWE and AEW to an extent... Yeah. It's maybe not going to be their cup of tea. This is just two wrestlers going out there. Wrestling yep. at its purest form. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And it's it's a fantastic match. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, Lovely. Because I, I really don't want to ruin the match. I think to honour Jay, I don't want to. I think it's on YouTube. I don't know. I think that I showed Johnny some highlights of it, but I don't think the full match is available. I got it off a DVD, which is... I was a big fan at this time. Mm, so, yeah. Oh, just another interesting point. CM Punk is on commentary in this match. Yes, he is. And he, again, a lot of people think that I slammed CM Punk. CM Punk has just not grown up. He's still talking the same way. Like this rebellion, like, mm-hmm. I'm the best. And yeah. why is these people on? And it's, this is the B show it's, and things like that. And it's almost it's, like... It's the only downside. And I've said this before, massive punk fan. It's the only downside to this match is him on commentary because he's making it about him. Yeah, totally. So I get the character and the summer of punk was yeah. coming and things like that. But what fascinated me is, is how he hasn't really grown up. No. Still acting exactly Yeah, the like same. I can see it. I can see that brilliant indie punk mm. in there, that, you know, indie wrestler punk, and I can get that. But then I see this mature AEW punk acting the same way if you know what I mean if you hear him on commentary there's no difference it's just it's really strange yeah mm. yeah strange. did you feel that when I did you yeah listening? I remember yeah. you showed me yeah yeah exactly the same mm. right there we go okay uh, my final pick innit yeah we, we smashed these <laughs> <laughs> well you two have picked the, no well, we Johnny picked the same ones yeah yeah, yeah, yeah mm. I suppose uh, this will be the shortest episode ever. <laughs> no, we've got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I've gone for a match from 2007. And it's Ring of Honor, the fifth year festival from Liverpool, England. Mm. So the story of this match was two brothers wanted to make each other tougher following their loss of the tag team titles the night before. So it's Jay versus Mark. And the match starts off. It's very technical. But as time goes on, things get more physical and more personal. The match is very hard hitting. The finish comes with both brothers knocking each other out mm-hmm. and both staying down for the 10 count. In my opinion, it was one of the best and satisfying double knockouts I've seen in wrestling. <laughs> it's so good. There we go. Yeah, that's it. It is really good. Is so this the one that takes place at Liverpool? Yeah, yeah. Liverpool. Okay, yeah, yeah I know yeah. this yeah. match. It's great. Yeah. It really is great. I thought it was a good match. It told a good story. They were mm. both trying to make each other better. And yeah, this is why I wanted 
I know it was unfortunate that it took, you know, Jay's death to for me to want to pick this. And I do honestly think eventually I'd have got round to this yeah, topic. I, I yeah, do. I do. Um, but it's... These guys, they threw everything into their storylines and they done it so well. If They really did do it well. They could sell a story brilliantly. And I genuinely think they honestly were the best tag team the last 20, 30 years. Everything, everything that they did, they put their heart and soul in, whether it was, you know, working on their craft, working major productions, down to small indie circuits. They were not afraid to take risks. They just loved what they were doing. I think you've got to look at it from the perspective of loyalty as well. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm sure they had their opportunity to go somewhere else. AEW wouldn't touch them, would they, because of something that Jay said? There, there is a video that they posted, and it was them discussing on a on a promo, as they usually did with the help of somebody's mobile phone, um, discussing when they were given a shot with WWE. And um, Jay discussed it for about four or five minutes, and, and when it came down to the talent, they told they were in. You know, their talent is what they were looking for up until the point when they got the phone call to say, it's not going to happen because you're not aesthetically appealing mm. because you don't look like a WWE superstar. I totally disagree with that. What from a their perspective. fuck up that was. I, I don't think that that company actually would have suited them in the time period Absolutely anyway. Not. It's not a t- WWE at the moment and for a long time it's not tag team orientated. No. no. That's all, is that? No. But on the flip side of that, you think of all the different promotions that they worked for got the absolute best out of them. They went everywhere, didn't they? Impact. Yeah. Yep. Um, New Japan. Yeah. You name it, they've been there. Yep. Oh, yeah. You've only got to look at the amount of uh, pouring out of love at the moment for them. Yeah. Certain people who credit them for having such a major influence in their careers. <sighs> You've got to look at the stars that turned, the wrestling stars that turned out for, for his funeral. I mean, I actually watched that, and um, I haven't. It oh, was yeah. it's quite funny yeah. because he, he just the jokes he's making the whole time, all the way through it. It's, um, well, it's, I mean, they're not even jokes. It's no. it's, it's, re- it's real stuff <laughs> yeah, that him yeah. and him and his brother have done. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, and it just absolutely, you know, I I always found Mark funny, but I genuinely didn't see you know from from his real persona when he was doing his late brother's eulogy. Just how funny he fucking is. He's naturally gifted at being funny. I'm going to say I don't know a lot about Mark. Mm. I really don't. Uh, a lot of the focus of the earlier, they they were a tag team, oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. but there was a lot of focus on Jay mm. around about the time when I uh, was really, really in, into sort of oh, yeah. and So, you know, um, I've, I've gone down that route, mate, because... This was the time that I absolutely yeah. loved, and he was a part of it. Yeah. I mean, before before I go into my second pick, I'm just I've got a I've got the list of their accolades, and fuck me, it is impressive. So, as most of you may or may not know, they debuted on Ring of Honor from day one, um, and practically pioneered the tag team division from day one. Um, they only ever took a hiatus from Ring of Honor between August. 2004 to February 2006, um, and that was due to a, quite a severe 
injury uh, from Jay, but they also worked indie circuits at the same time. Um, held 13 Ring of Honor tag team titles, um, two tag team titles in Combat Zone Wrestling, one tag team title in Full Impact Pro, GCW tag team titles three times, House of Glory tag team titles once, Impact tag team titles once, um, Jersey Championship Wrestling light heavyweight champion was held by Mark, uh, NWA Crockett Cup winners in 2022, the New Japan IWGP tag team titles once, uh, the never open weight six man tag titles twice with Toriano, uh, NWA Wildside tag team champs once, Ring of Honor world champion twice with Jay Briscoe, the Ring of Honor six man tag team titles with Bully Ray once, and were finally inducted into the Hall of Fame for Ring of Honor in 2022. Fantastic. That list fucking speaks for itself. Yeah. Fair bit then. Yeah. Yeah. And so leads me into my second pick. Yeah. Which comes from April the 5th, 2014, and it's Supercard of Honor, and it's Jay Briscoe versus Kevin Steen for the ROH heavyweight title. I've got this too. Uh, feel free to pipe in with this one. I've got a few little facts that I wanted to read out, um, which was obviously Kevin Steen was walking into this match as the champion. <clears throat> with a prolific title hold of 839 days. Um, Jay Briscoe obviously had the Ring of Honor legacy from being there from day one, and at this point was 11 years into his career with Ring of Honor. Mm. Um, The feud was really well set up. Um, I can't remember the faction name. Scum. Scum, that's it. Um, Yeah. The fraction was superb, and obviously you had the Briscoe boys... Um, had their little fraction as well um, in a sold-out Hammerstone ballroom. Um, it's not the f- it's not the most fast-paced match. Uh, there's a lot but, of impact in this match. And, yeah. uh, there's a lot of crazy moves in this oh, match. Yeah. Uh, well, the- one one of the things that stands out for me, Stu, and I'm going to let you carry on. One of the things that stands out so massively to me, and that's why I've picked the last two being the American Dragon and Kevin Steen, who is now Kevin Owens, yeah. is for me in this match, Jay outperforms Steen. Yeah, massively. Massively, which which gives me <laughs> even more reason to say fair props to Jay Briscoe on this one because he was suffering from a dislocated shoulder as well. Yeah, it's, um, it's fantastic in this match. It, it's... It, it's brilliant. And this, the story behind the match as well is obviously, you know, Kevin Steen's long run with the title... And obviously, you know, the the fraction of scum completely overruling everyone mm-hmm. and undermining everyone in Ring of Honor at that time. This victory wasn't... Oh, fuck it. I'll, spoiler alert there. Never mind. Um, th- this whole victory wasn't for just Jay. It was for the whole Ring of Honor company. Yeah, it, so it kind of reminds me, similar to when Lex Luger beat Hogan in WCW yeah. and when Sting beat Hogan. Okay, yeah. In WCW, yeah. it's... Uh, it's it's more about Jay representing Ring of Honor yeah. right, than see. anything else. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of heartstrings pulled in this match. Um, and obviously, you know, Mark being there, and I'm pretty sure if I remember rightly, their dad um, was in the front row. I can't remember. All I, I can remember is being mega impressed with Jay. It's brilliant. my favourite Jay match, yeah. probably. That and... As much as I like the American Dragon match, that and um, Red. 
And it, These two. And it's it's not just the fact that Jay had all this on his back as well. Um, and obviously with the injury and, and everything else, the heartstrings that have been pulled for this match, I have got to give huge props to the commentary team in this match. They were calling it like their jobs depended on it as well. Mm. And it's just the emotion that they're giving off is just phenomenal. It's it's just so good. I, and I, I, God, I could sit here for an hour <laughs> talking so much in depth about this match, but but I'm not going to. It's it's everything you want from a from a main event title match. I'm, yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with you. As as a baby face with yeah. Jay in this. Yeah. There's an energy to it. Uh, he's got an energy like he wants to put on a show. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. And it, it, it's got that energy where this is almost a like a groundbreaking performance. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, a singles one. Even though he's been around a long time. Yeah, yeah. This is like... Right, yeah, he, he was 11 years into his career with Ring yeah, of Honor by this point. This is sort of like, and it's a shame now, but it almost feels like this is a breakout performance. Massively. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, someone where you go, wow, that was their best match. Yeah, yeah. Like, regardless of the opponent, their, their, like, their performance in it was just great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I need to see this match. It's, it's good. It's not on YouTube. No. You, there's there's highlights of it. Is there? Yeah, okay. there is highlights of it. I just wanted to read out a um, brief paragraph that was on What Culture's website that they, they, they'd written about this actual match. And it simply says... This hardship led to the match's end. Jay Briscoe was unable to lift Steen off the mat for a Jay Driller. He'd given off all he could with all the Lariats and the initial Jay Driller that he'd sim- that he simply had nothing more in the tank for a second for a second go. But the capped Hammerstein ballroom crowd knew he could. When he finally got Steen's feet up in the air for the power driver variant, the end was in sight. It's a crucial moment written into the history of Ring of Honor. That won't ever be forgotten. Nice. And he's, they were absolutely right. They, they, it, it's, it's a great, great main event. Um, I do need to check this one out. I don't have ever seen this one. So. It is, yeah, yeah it, it's an absolute must. And if you guys haven't seen it, please, please go and check it out. It's, it's superb. It is. There we go. That's that's my that's my number two. Um, I believe it's back down to you, James. Yes, yeah, I've got that left of my side. No, Johnny's done. Well, it's certainly yeah. not back to me because no. I've finished. Because oh, I've we, got one left we then. Both tied. <laughs> we both oh, right. tied. We both Of course we did, yeah. Steve. So, well, back to you. Starts <laughs> with me, ends with me. Okay. Well, I think it's really difficult not to pick Steve. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I think I think it's his first title win, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Is it in Ring I of I believe Honor? it was, yeah. As I remember. Yeah. Which is ironic because, you know, my number three and number two pick, um, he's in both. Okay. Uh, but my number one pick, uh, and it's a bit, it is a bit a sweet one. Um, it's the Briscoe Brothers versus FTR Part 3, the dog collar match from Ring of Honor Final Battle 2002 on December the 10th. And it's for the Ring of Honor tag titles. Um, and unfortunately, it was Jay's final match. Um but I, I would like to say I don't think, you know, I know it was a horrific thing what happened. I don't think it could have gone out on a better match. Yeah, I thought it was a great match. Um, I'd only seen it the once, which was the other day. Mm. I'd heard about it. Um, I'd heard good things about it. The three matches they'd had 
all together. We're yeah. all great. Yeah. Oh, they got better. Yeah. Each right. one just yeah. got better than the last. Um, and I've got to say, for me personally, this is my absolute favourite trilogy series of matches for tag teams. Yeah. I love this. I love the work that FTR have done since since leaving um, the main roster for WWE. I, I absolutely love their work that they did for NXT. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, it all went tits up after the big push. Um, they've okay. moved on to bigger and better things. They've worked with the Briscoes for many years. Um, they, they go back a long, long way. Um, but this this match was absolutely superb. Um, and I think I mentioned to you guys that, you know, at the start of the match, before they even started wrestling, um, they had literally just attached the dog collars to each other with the yeah. chains. And the first thing that Jay does is pick up his end of the chain, give it a flick, <laughs> and it goes smack straight into Dax Harwood's face. Ouch. Um there is this kind of brief look where he does look over at Dax and it's that kind of, <laughs> it's that little wince of, oh shit, sorry, man. <laughs> but it, um, in less than nine minutes, the crowd are chanting, this is awesome. Um, I think it's brutality at its finest and most poetic form. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is, yeah. You've got 15 minutes into the crowd and I love when this happens. And I th- again, I think it's such a detriment to how good a tag teams they were. And um, but for 15 minutes into Jay's final match, the crowd started chanting "Fight Forever." <laughs> yes, you know, uh, Cash Wheeler as a prime example. <laughs> I, I love this, but this moment is um, he's throwing chairs into <laughs> into the ring for Dax to use, and just all of a sudden, you hear um, Cash Wheeler yell out, "Fucking murder him!" <laughs> <laughs> thinking, there's kids in the crowd <laughs> yeah. there's kids watching this at home and you're stood two foot away from a camera yeah. well done but it, it, I love it I absolutely love it um, it's it's a brilliant match it really is and it's it's going to go down as one of those matches that is yeah. that's always going to be known it's yeah, always going to be remembered, remembered yeah. um, ironically it was also rated as the third highest match of 2022 okay um, and also bear with me a second um, there is a quote from Dax Harwood himself from his own podcast um, and he has stated, um, I wouldn't mind if this goes down as the greatest in-ring trilogy of all time I understand that there is the steamboat and flair uh, and that's hard. That's a hard bar to measure up, but I would like for that to be it. I would like for it to go down as the three greatest tag team matches of all time. And I know that's hard. That's a hard bar to beat too. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've still got to watch this match. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's on YouTube. I'm be absolutely honest. I haven't seen it yet. I've only watched the ones and that was last week. Yeah. 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 The, the the problem is, and this is what's sad about that there being so much resting on. Sometimes you just don't get time. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, that's the oh, problem. Yeah. It's it's just the fact. So sometimes, as much as you want to watch every indie and every you want to watch Impact, you want to watch Ring of Honor, you want to watch AEW. There's just not enough hours. You just yeah. can't fit it in. No. And I I need to get on it basically. Mm. Oh, please do. Yeah, I will. Please do. Yeah, I will. Um, we actually had just the one person getting um, 
involved with this um, with this topic. I don't know, you know, I, I knew it was a risk picking this as a topic because not a lot of people know a great deal about them. But I figured it would be a good chance for you guys to um, yeah. not just yourself, Johnny, and you, James, to you know, to research and get involved and find out some something about these guys. But also for all you listeners at home, if if something as sad as a passing of a very, very talented individual husband and father can make you go out and and look back on his previous work and the legacy that he has left behind, brilliant. Um, I hope you do go back. Um, and a big shout out to Jason Shepard, um, the one person that actually um, gave us three picks for this. And they are great, great picks. Um, the ladder war against uh, Steen and El Generica, man up 2007. Uh, Jay winning the Ring of Honor World Championship for the first time against Kevin Steen at Supercard of Honor. And the Briscoes versus FTR trilogy. Yeah, so... It's, yeah. 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 Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, thanks a lot, Jason, for that. What's a shame is that with Ring of Honor starting up again, mm. you could see that the Briscoes were going to be a big part of that. Massively. Oh, they Star Wars, wouldn't they? Yeah, they were going to be their, their main focus of the tag team division. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's not to happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, there we there, go. There it ends. There yeah. we go. Reach for the sky, boy. Go and fucking watch their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get out of my system. <laughs> I, do, I do understand it, though, from people, and especially in this country, it's not yeah. that easy. To no, watch no, absolutely. Things. I totally really agree. Isn't. Like I said, when Bring the Vulnerable was first kicking off, I, I had a lot going on in my life at the time as well, but it was hard to get hold of the shows. Yeah. Oh, it's massively difficult. Right then, so we'll get to our next topic, which is our favourite moment from the legendary American dream, Dusty Rhodes. If you will. (laughs) That was a terrible, (laughs) terrible impression. (laughs) American American dream. American dream. And some of of our lucky... uh, Followers on our social media page may have seen a nice little video <laughs> that we've just posted of the silly things that happen when our uh, one and only James leaves the room. Son of a plumber. <laughs> Made an appearance. In person. In person. The spirit of the great man Dusty Rhodes came to will. us. I think this is a fitting subject as well with uh, Cody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. So uh, coming into WrestleMania season, yeah, it looks like he's going to be the main event. Looks like he's probably going to be the guy. The yeah. guy. Yep. The Rhodes family. Yeah. Um, I did write a little bit of history behind uh, Dusty Rhodes. If you want me just uh, go for it, mate. Johnny, as long as it's not an essay, yeah, going to be, be long, quite don't nice. Worry. If it's as long as my archaeological, and that boss man was seventeen pages long. Sorry, touch your leg up, man. Sorry. The thing is, I couldn't help but mention it because while you were doing it on the last episode, me and Stu were just watching you flick page after page. (laughs) Honestly, could not believe you had that much written. Oh, there was philosophical uh, questions. I like to dig deep. Went into wrestling mythology. I didn't even know these subjects actually existed. (laughs) Moral dilemmas Hypothetical thesis written on the big boss man You never know what you're going to get when you come to me 
Who right, was um, the real bad guy in this who situation? Was, I know, guy, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I've listened back to that section three times now. <laughs> and it just each time you do find yourself more and more going, do you know what? Yeah, it's got a fucking point. Yeah. He could do a dissertation on yeah. it. Yeah. I could do. Maybe there you I go. will. Maybe I'll By will. our second anniversary, yes. you have been set a target. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dusty Rhodes... Um, he saw an advertisement in a newspaper to become a wrestler. He bluffed his way into the big-time wrestling promotion, despite having no experience at all. Uh, he a bit would like go, a, a bit yeah. like how I became a chef. <laughs> <laughs> he would go on to compete in world-class championship wrestling, the NWA, WCW, WWWF, the NWF, AWA, Tri-State Wrestling, IWE, WWF, ECW, CWF. PWF, TNA, Ring of Honor, JCP, IWA, Hustle, Full Impact Pro, CCW, WWE. So he's not done a lot then? No, not a lot. Oh, he also <laughs> ran his own promotion known as Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling. Oh, oh. I did know about this, yes. yes. Not did not he, close to a lawsuit there. <laughs> yes. This was after WCW went out of business, wasn't yes. it? Really? Yeah, so, yeah, it had a lot to do with Steve Carino. Yeah, oh, right. that's right. <laughs> Um, Couple yeah. of facts: AW named their gorilla position the Dusty position. The WWE Performance Center has a puppet of Dusty Rhodes hanging above their equipment, so he's always watching over them. Ooh. You had the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. He's a five-time Hall of Famer. He's held seventy-two titles. Fucking hell! He created War Games. Yep. He created TNA Lockdown. Right. He once used the name Stardust, and he was a commentator. No fucking way. Yeah, there you go. Right. I, I think if we're gonna, <clears throat> which is, this is not about criticise for anything, it is probably the commentary position. I it never have, suited Dusty really. I've got a it? couple of his quotes. Yeah. Do you want to quickly read them out now? Yes, please. Before we jump into the topic. Yes. Okay. So, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. He's just flicking through his encyclopedia, <laughs> folks. Bear with us. <laughs> dusty Rhodes. Right. Dusty, dusty, dusty. Dusty, dusty, dusty. Okay. Um, one thing he said, if he didn't know the name of a top rope renewer, he would call it the Blivet from the top rope. <laughs> For a foreign object, he would call it bringing the plunder. <laughs> he used to call Arn Anderson a walk behind her. What? Walk behind her? Yes. He Go. asked Larry Zabisco if he could say chest hair on TV during an episode of Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> he used to refer to WCW Saturday night as the mothership of WCW, even though it was Nitro. <laughs> I remember that. And during a uh, Stephen Regal Fit Finley match, he started talking about how he wrestled a bear to death. <laughs> Just a couple of things there. There was probably... Was that that car one? Was that the one with Do you remember that match? Yes. What what was that? Was that a Belfast brawl or something they called it? something like that. There was a junkyard... Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know if it was the Belfast Bro. Do you know the one I'm talking about? It's in the dark, in like the car park. Oh, no, that was the... Um, what was that? That was the junkyard invitational battle or something. Oh, yeah, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. It was... And everyone got injured in it. <laughs> I'm still laughing at wrestling the bear to death. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. When the cocaine bear. 
it in some relevance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can hashtag that, haven't we? Hashtag. Anyone? Yeah, why not? Pablo Escobar. Get it in the fucking elbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a couple of facts of uh, good old Dusty. Oh, just a couple, Johnny. Just a couple, just a yeah. couple. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, who wants to go first? I'll let someone else go first. I'll go if you want. Go for it. Why not? Mine's going to be short and sweet anyway. I'm going to... I, I think what I'll do is I'll end it because I've got to. I couldn't pick between yeah, the okay. um, My absolute favourite is uh, from October 1977 at Madison Square Garden. Um, <clears throat> it was for the WWWF Championship um, Texas Death Match against superstar Billy Graham. Um, I love this. It's great. <laughs> I really love this. It's not the longest match. No. Um, um, memory serves correct. Uh, actually, scrap that. doesn't even need to be memory because I've written it down. Ah. Um, the match lasts only 10 minutes and 12 seconds. Um, it's brilliant from the moment they both get into the ring. They sell the heel and face. Um, wrestling personas just... Really, really, really well. Is this just the single match, not the ball rope match? Or, uh, oh, there is use of a ball rope. There, uh, maybe it is then, yeah. Because I know yeah. They, I think they have three matches in total. It is, a, yeah, it's a trilogy series, yeah. Um, it's very fast paced for two really big guys. It's a very young Dusty as well, isn't yeah. It? Yeah, I mean, Billy Graham is fucking jacked in this match. Well, you've got the two best entertainers, really. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Charisma. Yeah. Flying off the charts. Absolutely. Um, this isn't in a promotional match, isn't it? I think it is. is. It? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it might be. Yeah, because I think... Yeah, I think it might have been. It must have been, surely. Dusty wasn't in WWWF at this point, was he? Uh, not... Honestly, sure. Off this, the top of my head. This, this is an NWA, wasn't he? Or is it, is, are we too early even for that? I don't know. Um, just a couple of notes I've got on it anyway. Um, and as I said, it's a very far paid, fast-paced match for two big, big heavyweights. Um, superstar Billy Graham playing the heel um, character towards the crowd was just brilliant. Um, and it's one of James's favourite quotes. I mean, the, the wrestling psychology behind his character in this match yeah. is... is Outstanding. Um, Rhodes literally manhandles Billy Graham for the first, uh, I think it's about six, five to six minutes. Um, they He manhandles him like a middleweight. Mm. It's, it's, it is absolutely amazing how a guy of both of their sizes can manipulate each other around, around the ring and outside the ring with such ease and such fast pace. Um does contain a bit of claret as well, um, but it, it's got a lot of heart and soul to it for, for, for only a 10-minute match. Um, it's great. It really is good. It, it, it's just a good, wholesome, entertaining match. Yeah. Um, the crowd are f- absolutely fucking buzzing off this as well. It's uh, Fair play, you know, and all credit as well goes to Billy Graham for selling this heel persona just perfectly. But the crowd reacting off it to give Dusty Rhodes the absolute love and respect that he, he thoroughly deserves anyway in in those early days. Yeah, man, what a character! I did actually put this down as one of my backups. Um, I did consider mm. choosing this one. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good match. Yeah, it is, yeah I haven't really seen good. this match for a really long time. It's good. 
I remember being really impressed because during the time frame of the late 70s, late 70s, isn't it? Yes. 77. Yeah, 77, yeah. so late 70s. There's a lot of matches which maybe the modern audience don't really get or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. certainly would be bored by yeah. Uh, yeah. now. And this match sort of stands the test of time better yeah. than most, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember it move for move. I can remember watching the match thinking this one's that. So that's me a little bit similar to what I've talked about before with uh, Slaughter and Patterson. Do you remember Slaughter yeah, and Patterson? Yeah. I think that was 81. Yeah, so not far from it, really. Yeah. 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 And that was a great match. That, that was, was, you yeah. know, this similar sort of street fight uh, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm still chuffed. I've actually started thinking along your terms of things with psychology involved. Oh. <laughs> it plays into Dusty a lot. Yeah, uh, Because of the era. So what you find is in this era is that you know how we see people now, like we'll see, say, a Seth Rollins and an AJ Styles do all these yeah. technical flying moves, but they don't mean anything. Yeah. This is very much drawing the crowd in. Yeah, telling the story. Telling, yeah, 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 absolutely. Drawing the crowd in, starting quite slow in some matches, building that crescendo up at yeah. the end so the fans are absolutely into it. It's a lot more like that. Yeah. And it's an art. It's yeah. a mega, mega art. Yeah. Great pick. Thank you very much. Mic drop. <laughs> now, what do you well, want to do? Know. Is your one a little bit silly? Do you want to end um, this? Or? It's entirely up to you. It's a bit crazy. It is a so, bit do you want there. me to let you end? If you want me to, if you okay. want me to end, I can end. <laughs> I love it when you two flirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll go then. <laughs> right, I've got a tie. Uh, I I can. I tried so hard to pick one or the other of these. Um, so I've got this really, really cool match from 1983. And it's Dusty and Nick Botwinkle. And it is just so cool for the era. So what you start off with in this match is you start off with a promo yeah. from Nick Botwinkle. And no one could ever sell the legitimacy of pro wrestling like Nick Buckwinkle. Okay. He cut he he talks about his face being on the cover of this magazine and in this great sport, this number one sport of ours, and he's just got this language and way of making it seem so legit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's just a classic hill. Then you've got Dusty as the comparison. You've got like the real entertainer in the ring and it's a clash of styles. Yeah. But you've got this serious Hill, who's yeah. a cheater, but proper Matt wrestler. And then you've got Dusty, who's this flamboyant wrestler. Yeah. And all this. And Dusty and Botwinkle, actually, you think they'd be all in water, but they're not. They work right. really, really well together. Very slow build-up. A little bit about this match, which is really fascinating. Now, I showed Johnny this, and we watched it. Yeah. That's uh, Ted DiBiase. Starts oh, yeah. in the ring on this really? match. Not the million dollar man, yeah, Ted yeah, DiBiase. Yeah. And okay. I don't know where he is at this point. I don't. That's what's so strange about this match. I'll have to look into it because I'm not the great expert of the world of, of, on all this like inter promotional stuff. But yeah. I think that DiBiase might have been in Georgia 
Okay. At this yeah. point. It's and then you've got AWA champion Nick Botwinkle. Yeah. And then you've got, I mean, 1983 would be NWA, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. So you've got original. all of okay. this. The forbidden door was open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've got all of this going on. So Ted DiBiase, quite serious, he comes into the ring and he says, I've got a bro because he's got like a cast on. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. says, uh, once, once this is healed up and my arm's okay, I challenge the right. winner to this match, okay. blah, blah, blah. Great match, great psychology, similar to what we were talking about. Classic heel against babyface. You think it won't work. Dusty really is as technically good as Botwinkle right. in this match. He plays that style. It's very slow build-up, gets faster. Then it ends in a smoz finish. So it ends with DiBiase actually, although he was serious at the start, he actually blindsides. And I just want to, he blindsides, uh, what does he do? He hits hits, Dusty. But we talked about how brilliant Botwinkle was in making the referee go out of the ring. Do you remember? You hardly hardly even notice the ref bump for the ref to go out. He sort of moved them moved the rope and the ref went okay. over without you being able to realise it. it it's All just right. artistry. It's yeah. like... And then, as I said, this match closes with Dusty's persona and his uh, flamboyance. Yeah. You see the blood, uh, the bloody bandage around his head and then he's got Junkyard Dog with him. Right. So you get the contrast of the start with Nick Botwinkle being very serious. And then at the end, you get the promo with Dusty talking about how he's going to get revenge later down the line with Junkyard Dog against these guys, and he's going to come after DiBiase in that Dusty way. Yeah, yeah. So you get great serious promo, really good 80s, proper 80s style old school match. That's what I love about it. Yeah. It's just the whole... The selling, it's the just everything about it, yeah. Even the crowd, like slowly getting into it. And yeah, it's, it's a slow, it's over. a slow burn. Yeah, it's very slow starting, and then it goes in, and then Dusty gets <coughs> the upper hand. It goes quick. The crowd, the crescendo yeah, builds yeah. up. Then you get that schmoz at the end. Nice. Then you finish with a Dusty promo yeah. with the energy with the junkyard yeah. dog. It's a lovely mix. It's on YouTube, it watch I've, it. I've not watched it. You've just sold it completely to me. <laughs> Fantastic. That's another one yeah, to me this and, and, you know, some are, th- th- this won't be everyone's cup of tea. Everyone will go, oh, they hardly do anything. The skill is being able to do hardly anything, yeah. but have that crowd so invested in what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what makes this match so good. The other one is, a, is the total opposite, which is the reason I can't, separate these two guys it is 1986 and it is Dusty versus Ric Flair I sent this to you guys the crowd are hot for this from the moment it starts to the ends it is the famous baby doll turn is this the Starcade match no it's not no no. I don't believe it is I don't think it is no so this would be JCP I would think yeah, I reckon it must be. Yeah, it's eighty-six. Yeah, so you've got the baby doll turn. So based, basically, baby doll was with Dusty. Yeah, yeah. She was a great female valet. Great female valet uh, during the territories, and she turns on Dusty. I'm not going to go into this match too much. You don't even need to 
be invested in what's going on. What's going on in the ring's great. Just listen to the crowds. The crowds are hot <clears throat> from the moment these guys even come out to the very end. Yeah. Great finish. A little bit. The only thing is a little bit of communication problems, it looks like, with Baby Doe and the chair right. at the end. That's really That's nitpicking. Yeah. Really yeah. nitpicking. But it's obvious that there's a little bit of timing issues. Uh, a big, again, another interference, big smars at the end. Yeah. Uh, Tully Blanchard getting involved. Then you have like, I can't remember who else is down there from the horseman. But I do remember, again, another person I've uh, talked about, Magnum TA comes yeah, flying down as the, right. the main face to come and make the save. The energy's amazing. Check that one out, guys. Yeah. That's me done. Nice picks. Lovely. Really nice picks. Great yeah. stuff. Just, if you want to feel how to make a crowd absolutely come unglued without even having to fly through the air and do all these yeah. stunts and things like that. Just watch this. They're masters of their craft, guys. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Over to me. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Here we go. Right. So I have gone. <coughs> well, with my picks, I always try and dig deep and come up with something either very strange, very unusual, or Lucky completely you know, forgotten I don't, about. I don't know what you mean, Johnny. <laughs> do, you know, do you want to know what I thought Johnny would choose? And right. I know it sounds disrespectful, like, to Dusty. I thought Johnny would choose something like, do you remember when Vince was walking down, when he told me it was something crazy? Do you remember when Vince was walking down with that DX thing and all them crazy things were happening? Yeah. And Dusty <laughs> steps out and goes, buy my latest DVD. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were going to do something. <laughs> I didn't like even think about that. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll go back and do that one as well. <laughs> it's, got like, it's got like Big Dick Johnson in his eyes. <laughs> Big Dick Johnson, God. Do you remember him? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> Right, um, so the pick I've gone for is the Dusty Rhodes Kevin Sullivan feud from the early 80s. It's, it's from CWF and sort of onto the NWA as well. Right. I always try and research to the best of my abilities, but it was quite difficult to get the dates right for all of this because it's just it's very hard to find it all and locate it all, and there's not a lot of footage out there for it either. I don't know anything about this. No, same. I know the two guys, I'm and they're probably feuded, yeah. but I... Yeah. I'm going in blind on this one. Okay. So Kevin Sullivan and Dusty Rhodes, they've been feuding for a while, and they had a big match on Christmas Day. And they were about to lock up in this Loser Leaves Florida for 60 days... Lights out match held inside a steel cage. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Kevin Sullivan busts Dusty open with this loaded fist. And with this being Christmas, good old Santa Claus arrives at ringside. You can only get this off of Johnny, can't you? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he hands something to Kevin oh. Sullivan, who then knocks out Dusty for the win. Santa reveals himself to be a very young... Jake Roberts. Really? Really? Yes, very young Jake Roberts. Dusty cuts his promo, vowing revenge after his 60 days are up. So, to Dusty's out, he's gone. And in comes this mysterious Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider was obviously Dusty Rhodes under a mask. You know, it's a bit of a spoiler there, but it's 40 years ago, so... 
There you go. <laughs> um, well, I didn't know anything about this. You no, just fucking ruined no, it for me. Not, yeah, I have. <laughs> I don't think I want to say it. I can see, like, any... Do you know when we don't give spoilers on certain matches? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any reason not to tell anyone this. <laughs> Uh, by the end of it you, you never know you might want to <laughs> so the Midnight Rider was yeah, obviously Dusty Under a Mask allegedly allegedly yeah <laughs> now Kevin Sullivan JJ Dillon and Jake Roberts would try to get the NWA to ban Ryder but the only way they would do so is to review the tape and if they could be if it could be proved that it was Dusty then Dusty would be pr- uh, banned from the NWA for where a year where the fuck is this going <laughs> this is nothing yeah you wait <laughs> JJ Dillon would go on to fof- offer Bad Bad Leroy Brown $10,000 if he could remove the Midnight Rider's mask. Can I just ask, is that bad news, Alan? I don't. Is that bad news, Brown? It Possibly, yeah, it could be. I don't actually know. I didn't look it up. I should have. Um, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah, interested. It could actually be Bad because, Bad Leroy Brown. Because he's Stampede, really, isn't he? Well known yeah. from. Uh, Canada. There's a good chance it could have been. Yeah. Don't know, mate. Sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> so JJ Dillon would then offer Ric Flair $50,000 to get the job done. Flair agreed as he also wanted to get rid of Dusty. <laughs> what year is this? This was about 84. The match is in 83. Okay. Ric Flair. So February 9th, 1983, it's the night of the mask. The Midnight Rider defeated NWA world champion Ric Flair to win the title. The Midnight Rider was then asked to remove his mask by the NWA president. Midnight Rider refused and was immediately stripped of the title. 60 days are up. Dusty returns. The feud is heating up with Sullivan. Sullivan is still convinced that Dusty was the Midnight Rider, so he challenges him to another match. Before the match takes place, Kevin Sullivan throws a fireball at Dusty um, and throws ink in Dusty's sister's face backstage. It's a really kind of really good angle for that mm. time. It's really heated. Um, so He's good at that sort of thing, Kevin Sullivan. Do yeah. you know what? In in all of the rabbit, I, I just want to interject to because right. it's obviously fun. I've never been that... I've never been like the biggest fan of Kevin Sullivan as a well. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm the same, yeah. He's a strange. You know, uh, shiites. I mean, he's a good worker, but. Is he? uh, Sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't hold that in. (laughs) He. Do you remember in 95 when he shaved off Hogan's mustache? Yes. Do you remember how he got to that point? He dressed up as a granny and threw, uh, <laughs> threw like powder in his face from the crowds. It's actually a really, it's all the Yeti angle. Yeah, but it. if you actually watch that back, that's really well done. You don't yeah. actually know it's Sullivan no, at all. You so. think it's an old granny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I just when, when right, you yeah. said about throwing ink, I just thought he's quite a master of throwing yeah, stuff. Yeah. Did you know what I, I mean? know what else he's thrown. Oranges. A wobbly. <laughs> a wobbly. <laughs> That's his you know, toys out of the Dungeon of Doom stuff. Do you remember our fucking Dungeon of oh, Doom? We're going to have to do we a whole thing I was considering that. covering that soon, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Now, Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. When they shaved Hogan's moustache off, it's one of the greatest things ever, right? 
Because they act like he's fucking. It's like Samson needs his fucking head. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah. And <laughs> they do all these fucking promos over it. And just because he's had his mustache shaved off, he has to turn to the dark side. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember? Yeah. It's all black. And <laughs> 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 oh, we need it's to cover the whole. We do because it's and so crap. The fucking and day it leads, that happens, it I'm leads to so many brilliant out. rabbit holes, like like we said, like the triple cage match yeah, and all of this. All the giant, the monster truck. Oh. Well, part of this actually goes into that. Oh, really? A little, little tiny thing. Okay, okay, let's carry on. I'm, I'm not even, you know, this is, I'm nothing. I'm not even there yet. You what the fuck did <laughs> I, I, I do? Right, what did I do wrong in a past <laughs> life for this show? I like you know, Johnny Swan. I swear to God, if this ties in with Suburban Commando as it well, it doesn't. It should. Out. It really should. Greatest film of all time. Yeah. Fuck off. Oh. Right, where, where was I? Right, the grudge match was about <laughs> to happen. Now, Dusty has Sullivan in a figure four. Then suddenly, the Midnight Rider shows up. Drops an elbow on Dusty. Sullivan wins. Oh. <laughs> Short time Swerve. later. There we go. Now, Dusty is teaming with fellow Top Turnbuckle podcast member, the exotic Adrian Street. Ah. There we go. Against Kevin Sullivan and Buzz Sawyer. It's a full-on brawl with Sullivan actually laying out Street's valet, Miss Linda. Oh no, I'm um, having that. And he bashes Rhodes in the heart with his golden spike. Oh. The same golden spike that was given to Meng Haku in the Dungeon of Doom. Oh, full there circle. Go. Look at that. Now, Dusty is out injured. <laughs> Sullivan. <laughs> Are you ready? Because this is going somewhere else oh. right now. Okay. So, Dusty is out injured. Sullivan calls upon a spirit that emerges from the river, known as Purple Haze. How did they watch this and then think this would work in 95? (laughs) More on a point, how the fuck did you find out about (laughs) this? It's it's just very dark and satanic, and you can find this bit on YouTube, but there is a warning from YouTube saying about, like, it's really (laughs) dark. Really? It's like... Yeah, it's well known. It's Kevin Sullivan sitting on the beach... And it's just got these candles around him, not these shapes and stuff. It's really... I'm more shocked at the fact that they put a warning on that, but you you can see some absolute dog shite on that. I I don't know the full story, so I hate to keep going. This is a tangent moment, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. There's so much to talk about. Kevin Sullivan, there was heavy rumours, and I'm sure Johnny's probably heard these, that he was a devil worshipper. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it was just from his character or if there was any truth to it. Yeah, there is. There's been lots of things like that over yeah. years about him. Yeah, yeah, it gets very dark and yeah, truthfully, strange. Serious? Yes, yeah. yes. There's been multiple rumours that he is actually a Satanist. Yeah, right. Lean on from that. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so Sullivan is suspended for using the spike and can't compete in Florida for a year. Okay. Now a new masked wrestler bursts onto the scene. Dun, dun, dun. His name is Lucifer. Okay. Lucifer is obviously Kevin Sullivan. Right. Mask. Okay. Now, Lucifer calls upon someone else. Dun, dun, dun. Called the Dream. He is some guy who is possessed and doing a terrible impression of Dusty Rhodes. 
which he, he sounded more like Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> yeah. Does he run like a fucking idiot as well? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Have you seen him run? What, Steven Seagal? Yeah. No, I've seen some of his Aikido. You know my background. So oh, I, no, I know, mate. Honestly, I tell you, I watched the. Sorry, I'm going off <laughs> on a right tangent here. I don't I watched, think he's a mega. I watched a five-minute video, that, five-minute video that somebody had made of clips of Steven Seagal <laughs> oh, wow. in every film he's ever made running. It is the most <laughs> pathetic fucking thing I have ever seen. Does he run like a seagull? He runs like a fucking. I was going to say something then that God wouldn't have been able to get away with. He. I, oh, mate, I, I'll show you afterwards. There's a massive rabbit hole about him, but we're not going there. No. I listened to his album a little while ago. Is it? Actually, wasn't too No, bad. no, no, I'm drawing the line there. <laughs> no. No, no. Yeah, he took himself off as like a uh, country singer, didn't yeah. he, at one He's point? Really, he released two albums. The first album was all right. It weren't too bad. The second album. Going was there anyway. Disappointed. Fuck you, now. Good old Stephen. Um... <laughs> Now, they actually break Kayfabia by referring to Dusty as Virgil Running, Runnels, Runnings, <laughs> Virgil Runnels, his yep. real name. Yeah. Um, now, Lucifer challenges Dusty, who is now back as the Midnight Rider, to a lights-out cage match, the final showdown, mask versus mask, loser leaves forever match. Okay. Carry on, Johnny. <laughs> right. The Midnight Rider wins, Lucifer unmasks, Kevin Sullivan is banned forever. Now, for the time, this is very dark and fans were really into it. Uh, it was well ahead of its time and helped lay the foundation for more risky storytelling going forward. Ooh. What, like the Dungeon of Doom? Yes, the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. The Midnight Rider. Can, we, yeah. can we do one on the Dungeon oh, of Doom? Oh, we, oh yes. please. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like, no, it's him. so funny. We would have a blast here sitting Who was in that. it? Kamala, the Yeti. Uh, Zodiac. One man gang. Yeah. Um, Zodiac. Vader? No, they he tried did, to recruit Vader once. Yeah. It didn't really work, I don't think. But he had fucking sense. Uh, oh, no, they, they summoned him to like that weird world they lived in. <laughs> the big guy in the chair. Yeah. The bald head. In the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you had the uh, Yeti. Who? Yeti. Yeti. Yeah, that's Tony Schiavone, isn't it? Uh, I can't think where. There was a few others. Kamala was Lex, in there. Lex Luger was whoa, whoa, in there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. If we're going to cover this, then we'll, we'll list it off when we cover it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think with Johnny Hoops in there. This is hilarious, people. Oh, fucking hell, Shark. Oh, yeah, the Shark, yeah. Oh, poor old Earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot of people in in there. But I told you about them. That was Nick Foley's shirt. You you made me watch about 15 to 20 minutes worth of fucking vignettes. Oh, my God, that's so good. So. (laughs) No. Were you here at that point, Johnny? Yeah, was. was probably terrible. I've got a whole list here of everyone was in it. You had the master of the Dungeon of Doom, who was the big bald guy in the chair. Yeah, he was called like what the Grand... He wasn't the Grand Wizards, but he was called something was, along the... What are the ones Right, like you said, was sat on the throne that looked like yeah. he'd sat in an explosion in a painted glitter factory. Yeah, I think he, he was I think supposed to be like Sub-Zero stats. Right. He was called the Master. There you go. You had yeah. um, Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, the man yeah. with no name, Zodiac, the Shark, Kamala, the One Man Gang, Vader, 
The Barbarian and Ming, yeah. the Giant, Lex Luger, Braun the Leprechaun, Max Muscle, Loch Ness, the Yeti, Big Bubba Rogers, Conan, and the Man of the- Question, Hugh Morris. Loch Ness. Hugh Morris, definitely. Yeah. Managers Loch- with Jack Quillian and Jimmy Hart. Loch Ness, it was Giant Haystacks. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, Vader's questionable. Okay. Yes, yeah. Vader's like a pact. Right. They made like this weird fucking pact against Hogan. It's a questionable one. Like that. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. That's Dusty Rhodes pick. <laughs> well, more of a Dusty Rhodes, Kevin Sullivan. I, I think Dusty was probably alongside some of this, yeah. talking about this uh, Dungeon of Death He must stuff. have been pissing himself laughing. They actually carried it on to like, I think it was a Clash of the Champions in 88. They actually had a match as well, so they kind of carried it over. A little bit into how NWA WCW somehow how? they've tried some crazy stuff like this. They did the Black Scorpion. Do you remember here? Yeah, and Jesus. They did. I mean, only Anderson's voice was used a lot. Yeah, like because uh, I don't know if that was used at that point. <laughs> but everyone be. who was masked, who was a mystery, was only Anderson's voice out the back. <laughs> Similar to what's his name? Who we laugh about? You know, Gov crashes. I forgot his bloody name. He crashes through the. Uh, oh, Shotmaster. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was only Anderson, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Poor fucker. It's <laughs> a black scorpion. Well, so, once again, much like the previous topic, we only had one person involved. Okay. And it was the same person, Jason Shepard. Big shout out. Yeah, yeah. massive. Thanks for the thing. Thanks for taking the time to get involved in that. Um, Jason simply puts. I have wined and dined with kings and queens and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. The Hard Times promo will, in my opinion, always be the greatest promo in wrestling history. It was banned as <laughs> one of our topics because it was so it, obvious. Yeah, for, for all three of us, we vetoed that one deliberately yeah, yeah, cause yeah, it because is, someone it was going to pick it and yeah. it's, it, it doesn't need any introduction to yeah. anyone. But it, it, it nevertheless... It's a oh, great it's, pick. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, and it is a superb promo. It's just hilarious that he writes it there uh, and we'd already oh, been no. yeah. I, think, I think I spoke to him on the You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a good uh, a good conversation with him I on that one. I think he was a new member as well. He was, he was, yeah, um, very recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Thanks for joining in. It, yes. it is so iconic that you, if, if you're going to do a category... You have to almost veto it because otherwise you'd have three people pick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. There we go. Yeah. That's our pick's done. That is. That's our little topic's done. Yes. And as always, we end up going on to the news. The news. The news. I think the bit of the biggest bit of news is obviously we, we are now recording like, uh, what, a week, two weeks off the back of Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a week, a week, a week, a week. A week. It feels a week like a lot day. longer. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What is. do we think? Oh, I, I really. I mean, the match. If we're going to talk, we don't need a review. I mean, no, there, there was gonna, a, no. for me, there was only one match that was worth watching, and that was same versus Reigns. The didn't you like it? Wow. It was amazing. It wow. was amazing. The crowd involvement, the story told, it was fantastic. Is it where I'd like it to go? No. But I question, like, yeah, I don't know if they should have pulled the trigger and let Sammy win because I worry that that was the only chance they're going to get to do that. Um, and they might not get that time again. 
with that response and that crowd See, me and him. you respectfully disagree on that, don't we? Yes. I, I don't think that's the ch- chance to pull the trigger. I really don't. I think the chance to pull the trigger is to split the belts. Somehow, you could have used Cody. Yeah. As, like, so if there's a grand injustice, like a type of uh, Montreal screw job again. Right, that right, That happens. Right. And I would have had Cody involved rather than Jay and Jimmy and all yeah, of yeah, this yeah. and I'll Kevin Owens. Yes. Right, so I would have had Cody get beat down by a mole, realise the grand injustice, as for revenge, because you've got a member who's a face, yeah. he'd see the grand injustice to Sammy. Yeah. Right? He would think Sammy still deserves his shot. Who's the person who keeps winding Cody up at the moment? Mm-hmm. Have you not been watching Raw? Well, um, what, Paul Heyman? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, with with Cody's prior backstage work, he knows yeah. a little bit how to play the game, doesn't he? The yeah. situation with all the contracts. He gets one up on Paul Heyman and suddenly announces, I'm going to weaken your champion, your, um, your invincible champion. I'm going to give Sammy what he deserves to finish his story, because that was talks about, right? You're going to wrestle twice. You're going to wrestle me for the WWE title, and Sammy's going to finish his story, and you're going to wrestle him for the Universal at WrestleMania. Night one, night two, split the titles, get the titles back on Raw and SmackDown. Perfect, because Roman's going anyway. And he is... They could have always done the WrestleMania 10 thing with Luger, Brett and Yoko. The they, touring costs and someone faces someone first. Okay. That's, that was my idea, what I spoke to you about. Yeah. Do you remember we both went over that? That's right, yeah. Here's the issue, Johnny. Those belts have got to be split. When are yeah. you going to do yeah. that? They need to be. They now you've got night one yeah. of WrestleMania and night two. Make him wrestle twice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and, I'm and, all for that. And I'll tell you this, they've got a real problem now because Sami Zayn is over. And and it ain't just in Canada. It ain't just in Canada. He is over. That will transmit across the screen. Has he come back to America yet? Is the crowds... Don't uh, done a show back over there I'm not sure. I'm telling you uh, this, yeah. uh, and, and I'll put money on this, the crowd reaction will be the same. It will be the same. Won't be as big as in Montreal, but it will be huge. He is over, and he is not. Unless you're going to do something with the Usos, you've yeah. now got a problem with the Usos because you've got Jay who's over as yeah. well, and then you're going to try and hodgepodge this match between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Jay who's over, and Jimmy. And it isn't going to work. It yeah. isn't going to work. It's, how's this going to work? Because everyone wants to see Jay, who originally was the person who stood up to Roman, if you yeah. remember this story, get his redemption. Yeah. yeah. Not go back. Because Jay, at the moment, people are invested in. Because, um, you know... Big time. I still feel like, like I mentioned away from the podcast, I still feel like 
it is going to be the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on night one. Right. Mm. And they will beat the Usos for the title. And then the following night, the Usos will come out in the match with Roman Reigns and Cody. And they will leave Roman Reigns. And that will, the bloodline will be split up. And then I think that Roman Reigns will take off for a while. Paul Heyman will go with Siaki. Um, uh, solo. 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 Yeah, well, that's the one. And we'll push him for a while. And I feel like he might even get the first title match against Cody. There might be a few there. I think so. Yeah. I think there's a good shout there. I just think that I think Sammy's main event at the moment, guys. I, I'll be honest. I'll agree with you totally there. He, I think his main event on every level. I think that, and I think this damages Cody. I was just about to say the hype that is following Sami Zayn at the moment and has been for quite some time. It's been a good steady increase. I genuinely think he's more over than the n- number one contender. Did you watch the press conference? Yes. I have now, and yes. Sammy was just like saying, he, he kind of broke character a little bit and was mm. sort of... He said, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, yeah, he said like, it's not the ending I wanted. He said that he was, yeah, not the happy ending expected. If he could have changed it, he would have. And tomorrow he might feel differently. But, yeah. yeah. The only way to go, and this, you've got to remember that this is a face, usually this is a face-driven company. Not a heel-driven company. WCW is a very heel-driven company, right? AEW, I'm not too sure they're not established enough. But this, throughout history, has been a face-driven company. Yeah. And it tells fairy tales at the end. So that's mm. the idea of New York. Everyone would not bat an eyelid if you had those two matches on. Yeah. And you did some creative way to have Cody win one and Sammy win one. And the easiest way to do it is to have, this is me booking in my mind, yeah. the easiest way to do it is to have, like I said to Johnny, Jay versus Jimmy. Jimmy has an opportunity to really hurt, think Piper Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has an opportunity to really hurt Jimmy, doesn't take it. Yeah. The match doesn't end in any sort of result, but the real result is Jimmy's turned back. Yeah. And realises, I'm corrupted. Holy shit, what was I about yeah, to do to yeah. my brother? Right? In that match. Yeah. Yeah? You get him away from the bloodline. Yeah. Right? You keep Jay all right. Sammy, Roman, Jimmy ends him. Yeah. Jimmy gets involved. Sammy is in trouble. Jimmy finally strikes, hits him. The crowd goes fucking wild. Sammy covers, wins the title. Yeah. Because then you can move on with Jimmy, wherever that's going to go. Because Cody has his match the night before. Yeah. And he wins and it puts a little vulnerability in Roman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then Roman's got one title and he's coming up against his main nemesis and the bloodline are all over the place. And it's like, what's going to... Yeah, the dark cloud is hanging over his head already. Yep. Now he's got everything to lose. And that's how I would have booked that. Yeah. Because everyone wins. Now you've got a little bit of a problem. Mm. You've got the, the audience, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, Johnny. I just think that you've got a problem with Jay there and Sammy. I don't think they accept it. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what happens, I think. Um, how long is it until WrestleMania? We've got 60 days or something? Yeah, it is. I think, yeah. we've, got, I think we've got about 
five, six weeks, mm. haven't we? So we've got one. Is there a pay per view between there? There's the Saudi Arabia show, which is the King of the Ring tournament. Oh, they're doing that, are they? Yeah, King of the Ring and Queen ah, of the Ring, okay. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, that should be yeah interesting. I'm pretty sure that is before WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. I'm, unless so, I'm mistaken, and it's after. So, so but, are they actually doing a build-up for the final tournament, or is it all going to happen in one night? It's all going to happen in one night. I think. Really? Yeah. Two tournaments. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's just like that. I'd like it if it was like the old style, where it was the, they wrestle three times in one night. Yeah. 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 But I don't know if that will happen. I don't know if they'll throw some extra matches in there as well. But okay. yeah, who knows? All right, so in, in all honesty, I hope it does go back to that, you know, that old school 90s era. Yeah, I like the King, King of the Ring. I've always thought great. it should be a, a proper pay-per-view. They should have bought it back years yeah. ago. Instead of just, you know. Yeah, because and then you always had the winner would face the winner at SummerSlam. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Event or something yeah. like that. It was a good way of pushing. Oh, you had they were good, Austin man. won it. Triple H won it. Yeah. Bret Hart won it, Owen Hart won it, and I it all it. pushed them up. Who won it? Yeah, I won it. You did, yeah. you? The yeah. King of Swing. Yeah. <laughs> King of the Top Turnbuckle podcast room. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, any more news? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll have something I think we're all going to enjoy commenting on. Um, money in the Bank. I'm not going to enjoy commenting on that. Um, no. <laughs> I meant that in a, you know, sarcastic as fuck way. Um, the prices are soaring. What a crock of shit. It's a going. I'm sorry. What an absolute well, crock of shit. Please have sympathy for me, guys, because I was the one in the queues. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't think we have to say anything and we can just say, please watch what we said about... Money in the bank and yeah. the stadium issue from the last episode. Yeah. Now we called ev- it. Everyone is calling it out. Mm. If you go on Twitter, the amount of anger, even from some people who got tickets, with the stress yeah. that they've had to go through to get them, is ridiculous. I mean, fair, fair play. If you know, if there's anyone out there that listens to this that actually got tickets, fair play to you. You know, there was someone posted on the page. They paid a thousand pound per ticket. Yeah. Each night. Just so... Like I said to you, I want to sit next to Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, for, for, a grand, wanna, for a grand, I'd want to be the fucking ref. I'd sit on Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next question is, where? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it, Same it, question it, to you, James. <laughs> uh, on the face. It's, it's a complete farce. And one of the biggest issues as well, which I saw, which angered me, and I went into a little bit of a union with uh, some other people, uh, slamming some of the individuals that after they sold out from general sale Mm. for a minute, there was a multitude of individuals on Twitter immediately putting tickets up for sale, so yeah. that ruined it for everyone else. Yeah, so for con- double the price. Congratulations, Tout! Once again, you fuck things up for everyone. So a lot of us were going on there and saying, you know, you're a bunch of absolute bastards because it isn't just us. There's some kids who would have liked yeah, to have exactly. seen that, and you know, you're you're pricing families out. Some of those tickets were seventy-pound tickets, and they were selling them for two hundred. Five minutes after the, you know, madness. Mm. Well, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fingers crossed, we can 
still go and all of you that want to go could yeah. still go. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, as so we look at it from our point of view, don't we, guys, that we were unable to get them. Um, I've just had an idea. What? Oh, if we can't go, let's see if we can do a live watch along. Absolutely, that's fine. Yeah. 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 There we we'll go. sort it. I think we will get to go, guys. I won't worry about it too much. But, you but have faith, faith, I think we're talking about us personally, but I think it's sad for everyone out there. Yeah, massively. This yeah. whole, mm. you know, debacle with Ticketmaster and everything. Yeah. This was a shit show. Yeah. One thing I can say from our side, and I will say this to you guys, is I did have three tickets in my basket <laughs> for £70, but we were all umming and ahhing whether we would go. But but one of us wasn't replying quick enough because he was at work, so <laughs> I do apologise for that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I, I hadn't asked you at that point. No, you were just going to fucking mate. get one. That's <laughs> no, fine. It was more that I wanted confirmation from one person <laughs> to just turn around and go, do it. Like that, Do so it. I could, yeah. So at least me and Johnny collectively say we fucked that one then. Where's Bill and Ted's top? <laughs> <laughs> I've got three DeLoreans on the bedside table. Oh, I bet you may have. What the fuck? I don't even know. <laughs> How don't the even fuck even does know. that get turned pervy? I don't even know. So I just want to say, just as a segue, I went for a piss and they were talk- you guys were talking about like King of the Ring. Oh yeah, we were, well, yes. what, what were you talking about? The Saudi Arabia show, they are having the King of the Ring tournament and the Queen of the Ring, Queen of the Ring tournament. Yeah. They could have thought of something better to call that, couldn't they? The Queen one? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, swear, I mean, if they're going to try and keep it along the monarchy status, that's yeah, really, I know. Because you can guarantee, if it's called uh, Princess of the Ring, then that's going to cause some shit. I've wanted them to bring it back for years, and um, I don't even know if it's going to be the free matches in one yeah, night. Or... Yeah, that's, that's originally what me and Johnny were talking about when you went for a piss, was with the... If you're going to bring it back, it should be brought back as it was in the 90s. Yeah, I agree. Properly. I agree with you. Yeah, I'd like them to bring it back how it used to be. Um, yeah. Like the, the old style pay-per-view. Like, and, and, and the winner always meant something as well. Like They would go on to be like future yeah. star. Well, so I think the best way that it was ever done, and this was done later, was that the winner got a shot at SummerSlam. Yeah. 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 Right? Now... For a little while, you didn't really win anything except that you could walk around in a hat and a, yes. fuck, a crown and a fucking cape. Like Triple H did or King yeah. Mabel. But they did it with Mabel. They they pulled the trigger with Mabel. They, at SummerSlam, they pulled the trigger with Owen, actually, mm. at SummerSlam, thinking about it for the yeah. title, didn't they? Who else? Well, he didn't do it with Austin. Brett. Kurt Angle. He kind of had a quite a good run as King. And he was at SummerSlam. Yes, he was in the triple threat match at SummerSlam. But I'm not sure whether that was because he was king of the ring. I don't know. Okay, clearly you got a point out Xavier Woods. Well, there's been some winners that have gone on. I forgot he actually won it, yeah. Yeah, Well, there's been some funnier winners like Ken Shamrock, one that never went anywhere. Ken Barrett was kind of a good one. Way Barrett won, didn't he? Um, Sheamus. One. These are in the bad times, yeah. so yeah. Lesnar won it. Yeah, Edge Edge just never went anywhere. Well, it didn't, did Billy it? Gunn. No, not really. Yeah, 
they never pulled the trigger on that. He had the match with The Rock at SummerSlam. That was about it. (laughs) I feel sorry for Benny because both Austin and The Rock just didn't feel like there was anything, no chemistry there, did they? No, no. Ironically, it goes back to the video that me and Johnny were watching a little while ago. Um, and it was a recent entrance of the acclaimed. Mm. You've got to admit, this is the most over Billy Gunn has been in a long time. Absolutely. It's a little bit of a callback, though, to the uh, fun times of DX. And- I think that when we're talking about that part of it, there was an opportunity where they were looking at Billy as a main event star. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. don't think that they felt it. I don't know. No, they didn't seem to follow it through, really. It just kind of... There was always that thing that Billy could have been, weren't there, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. But it was something about he didn't have the charisma or something there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's which which is ironic, because you stick him in the right sa- stable. Does all right. Comparison, with obviously, DX, the acclaimed. The acclaimed, he looks like he's having the time of his fucking life. Yeah. But he fits more that DX mould. Yeah. In a faction. Yeah. And one thing we've got to admit is while you were out of the room and we got to the scissor me daddy ass bit, me and Johnny scissored. Okay, mate. Yeah. <laughs> like you so wouldn't you believe. Make a mess. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> well, we did, but we cleaned it up. Okay, good. So, so good enough for me. A couple of other little notes. Um... Any AEW news? Are we going to talk on the podcast about this MJF situation? Yeah. If you want to. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I say. Um, I haven't managed to see a lot of AEW still, unfortunately. I'm not liking it. I, I, I've it. really gone off it. Since he won the title, I've just kind of lost interest, really. It was better as a chaser than actually being a champion. I agree. And, it, and I'm going to set this back to the comparison with um, him and Hangman Page's first run with the title. <clears throat> it was a great build-up, but as, yeah. as soon as that title was around the waist, it's gone fucking flat. I think it's a little bit different with MJF. I think MJF could have held the title. I think the problem that MJF has is maybe you left they left it too long and he becomes stout. Yeah. Because what's happened now is whenever someone gets like a title, you expect them to ex- ascend to another level. Yeah. And I think what's happening is you're getting same MJF. Mm. And I think people are going... It's shock factor. It is, yeah. It's only what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's it's shock factor. And the bottom line is, if you do it too much, it's not a shock anymore. No. If you keep coming out and calling everyone the worst names, smashing everyone's phone out of their hands, everyone's actually going to want you to do it. Damn it. You know? (laughs) It's it's starting to insult the fans' intelligence. You're going to... I don't... I mean, I really like him. I think he's great. Oh, he's phenomenal. I'm not knocking him as a wrestler or, you know, as a character, or as a person. But Johnny but, was spot on with this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just few, shock factor. It's all it is with him now. Yeah. And yeah. nothing else. It's when got he boring. said about it before, you know, because it's very, very difficult when you get in that position. You really, you need to ascend up again. And especially as a heel... He's trying to come across to me like he's the absolute devil, mm. but it isn't working. He's more of a chicken shit hill than a, a someone dick. who comes it's, across as a threat. He's coming across as a dick. I, I'm not. Yeah. It really sounds bad. And like I said, I'm I'm not saying this on a personal level. 
but his character at the moment is just coming across as an annoying dick. Mm. Does anyone agree with me that he's better as a chicken shit heel than someone who you would look at and go, oh my God, this guy's like the devil will do yeah, anything? Yeah, I, I, I preferred so. him when he had a... Again, it, I preferred him when he had an enforcer behind him. Yeah, chicken shit. Like yeah. someone who... Uh, Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah, someone yeah. who needs to cheat every time yeah. to win. It's like, as well with that feud that he had with Wardlow and, you know, these steps that he made him... Sorry, these hoops that he made him jump through before he got a shot at him. Mm. You know, that was brilliant. I love that. I love that whole persona of MJF, but the shit that's going on now with the storyline, it's, it's fucking stale cheese, man. Yeah. They always say that the best heels should come out of a match by the skin of their teeth, either yeah. by cheating or by being DQ'd. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They should never win. They yeah. should never win. No. I think that's what happened in the Iron Man match with yeah. Um, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there but, isn't much else, I don't think, with AEW going uh, no, on. No, I haven't, it's gone to be down. honest. It, it has patches where it's really, really yeah. good, and then it goes down again. Which which I found quite hilarious, considering um, Tony Khan has just won, was it Booker of the Year award? Oh, that's yeah. with the wrestling observer. They're oh, always like, going to try. The fuck? They're always going to be. Try, how can I explain this? They're always going to try and be controversial. Like WWE will never win anything or any yeah. any of the. You know, number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll never win. You know, when you get like a poncy sort of yeah. thing, like uh, how, how can I explain it? So, like a Michelin star. Yeah. Like, really, there's some really tasty food out there, but yeah. they'll pick something that's so Beans weird on toast. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> they'll pick something so weird and obscure. You'll look for a beautiful, stunning restaurant that's got perfect <laughs> service, and what comes number one? Fucking KFC in Sudbury. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to leave that in? <laughs> yeah, I fucking do. Shit fucking service and shit food. Sorry. Fuck yourselves. But you'd always get to the, like they they remind me of them sort of people when they're doing it. Like uh you'd always get something like in their Michelin star things, wouldn't you? Like we'd we'd all like a good steak and chips, but what'll win is something like Mushy peas. Snails snails in a uh a garlic butter. Yeah, in a garlic shoe mixed <laughs> with caramelised this bollocks and yeah. this caramelised bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Oh. Yeah, but I would be surprised if that fucking one, <laughs> one yeah. of them. Do you watch out MasterChef? And they always talk like that without a shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? See with that MasterChef, I always look at the tiny ass portions they put on a plate and go, "Fuck off, mate! I'd have that as a star." <laughs> yeah, so I've been on it. Fucking McDonald's. Don't, don't the rest of it. Don't fucking tease me. Give me the rest of it. <laughs> But I've poured my heart and soul into this dish. We've had a little tangent, but that's what the Wrestling Observer Awards yeah. Beans on Toast feel Beans like to me. Toast. They're yeah. like, oh, this is the best because we know we're the connoisseurs of wrestling. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, Wrestling Observer. <laughs> I do agree with some of their picks, but... Not now. <laughs> um, anything else we got? I've got a couple of things if you want me to shoot off on them. Go for it. Uh, you've got a the Impact versus NJPW Multiverse pay-per-view oh, coming yes. up. Yes. It's a couple of matches have been announced so far. You've got Impact Champion Josh Alexander versus Kushida. You've got Ooh. Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. Yes. And Moose versus Jeff Cobb. 
I've never been a fan of Mace. Yeah, so it's, um, it's quite. Do, do you like mace? Uh... I like chocolate mace. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, strawberry yeah, mace. Do you remember those um, moose you used to be able to get with the hippos on them? Oh yeah, yes. yes. I can't you remember. Know, was the um? Oh god, what? Oh, this it's fucking showing me age now. What was the um? Was it Shambosi? Moose during the eighties <laughs> and nineties. <laughs> Can you remember that? Do you remember? Know. <laughs> do you know what I uh, try and get people to remember? It's not. This is not just me, is it? Right. There was a yogurt or a moose, right? Right. When we were younger, <laughs> that had mo- there were monsters that had feet. Oh yes, Fiendish yeah. Feet. They oh, knew feet on the pots. Thank yeah. fuck yeah. off! I was I going. I knew you were going. Yeah. Feet. I could read your mind. Yeah, <laughs> Fiendish feet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you- I tried to explain them to everyone and everyone was like, they never existed. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, fuck you, they yeah, did. Different yeah, different flavours. They were like, there was a Dracula, there was a Frankenstein yeah, one. Yeah, kids went mental for yeah. them. I tried looking into them a little while ago and they stopped sending them years ago, but you can buy the empty containers for like £50. I just think you can. Fuck you, oh, Massive, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to buy them from, um, where was it, Solar supermarket fuck you know <laughs> we're giving away our fucking location here guys there's anyone who wants to fucking find out where we are yeah. we've got to do is write all these things in <laughs> yeah. and find yeah. out where well I've just name dropped KFC and Sudbury so there you go well, there you I go. don't want one of them um, strawberry mooses we've, got, we've gone from moose the wrestler to <laughs> yogurts and desserts I, I, I do, I've got to be honest I do love a good moose juice I, I said I, I like a moose <laughs> was, all I said was chocolate moose or strawberry moose can you still What's everyone's favourite sort of moose? What, oh, what's yes. flavour? Top, top three topic next month. Yeah, there we go. Top, yeah. top <laughs> three best... Fucking Sparkbot on here. That's a, that's a topic. <laughs> yeah, did, where did is Sparkbot? Did you quiet, isn't yeah. you see put back to that Indian yes. guy? We can put that... Uh, we can get it this out. Oh, the, the one that was trying... Yeah, the, yeah, oh, the one... Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, the one that was basically trying to, you know, that joined the group and flogged his own website. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. I said, our spark box needs a service. He's all right. I like spark box. He's always he's very concerned with, with what we're doing and I'm how cons- we are. I'm concerned for him because he hasn't been around for yeah, a while. True. Nothing. <laughs> I, I, you, you, do, know, you, you do know that I read that in the uh, thing and it actually deleted it. Did it? Yeah, you know when you was all writing in there? Yeah. It said something like, what do you aspire to be or something like that? And I put a cunt. But I, I but unfortunately, you uh, beat me to it, Sparkbot. And it fucking... Fuck you know. And it <laughs> deleted it. Oh, dear. We're going to be a fucking family show here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to the original subject. Oh, yes, you must the... have dropped about fucking eight C bombs in your jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever put a swear word on there. No, you no, ain't. I'm you you, no. you yeah. get monetized. You're a wholesome you family, man. You are, yes. yeah. Oh, oh you did yeah. say shit. Shit ah. in the shit. Two in the shit. Oh, he's going. just done it again. Oh, I have done it again. I see it. He's getting sweaty. Me and Stuart just have to shoot oh. down his face <laughs> as if he can stand next to it. should come with a parental warning sticker tattooed on me for it. <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you've got that coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry moose versus corn on the cob. Is there a key? Right. Serious. Anyone who was interested in that card... It's just turned into a fucking mess. <laughs> right, a genuine serious subject here, right? Yeah, all right. No, 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 genuinely it is, yeah. right? In the supermarkets, right, I only ever see chocolate mousse, strawberry mousse. What other flavours of mousses do you ever see? 
I don't know. So like vanilla mace. Well, I don't know. I've never seen it. Isn't it? Is it? No, that's got something else in it. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. No, I think that's the only Wednesday fucking day. That's not on. I need to research this. Yeah. Right, get me phone out. <laughs> moose. I probably can't be moose the rest of them. <laughs> You're still talking about moose. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be the longest tangent I've ever done. Take a shit. Moose. What I'll do is I'll put it as something optional. I'll put... <laughs> Tangent Extra into, content. Tangent some moose. Please skip back from this. Oh, oh Christ! Can you get a whisper, moose. No, it's not the no, same. It's chocolate, isn't it? Chocolate, yeah. chocolate moose. Um, yeah, chocolate moose. Uh, chocolate moose. Um, do they do like Nutella moose? Didn't they do that? Know. Right here we go, folks. Right, that would be classed as like a nutty. Oh well, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> All of you wonderful people out there in listener land, hit us up on our page and, you know, just either drop us a message or write on the page, put a hashtag moose. moose. Hashtag top turnbuckle moose. There's an after eight that's moose. The, I bet that's the most, like, time the rest of the moose ever got. Cherry and chocolate moose. <laughs> we should contact a supermarket, see if we can get sponsored by yeah. moose. Let's um, just name drop some supermarkets, see what we get. Aero Moose? Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Tesco's, Audi, Lidl. Oh, this works on the algorithm. Is it? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, we'll slap that on there. Yes. Um, Morrison's, Asda. We're going to get moosed. Uh, <laughs> moose me, daddy ass. <laughs> so bad. Can you get hair moose as well, can't you? Yeah, you can't eat that. Though. Yeah, that's not that. You can't fucking have that. Do you think you can get like a chocolate moose, the animal? <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's got to be somewhere out there. How can you fucking shape it? I don't know. Have you seen chocolatiers? I've watched the programme. Yeah, really. as soon as it, there, there, there would have to be like a mould of it, and as soon as you fucking... Took it out of the mouth. It just got to a small. Genuinely, I've watched a cake show where they made a full-size Ducati motorbike with a smoke machine as the exhaust. What with a moose? Yeah. No cake. Yeah, cake. Yeah. You can do that with. Yeah, but, but it's moose, still. It just it's fuck. still going to have like buttercream and shit. Why the fuck are we arguing about this? <laughs> but it was. It's like a full-size fucking Ducati bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moose. Yeah. Moose. Right. Moose. I want an actual chocolate. Animal moose. I really fancy moose right yeah, now. Yeah, I want a moose. So, yeah, so that's, that's, got any. that's the impact. Shame. Shame. <laughs> um, another thing uh, we had... <laughs> Should we get through the cars? No. no there was only Should we go back to the beginning of that bit? Because um, I've forgotten no, about just it. just leave it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're done. I think moose won. <laughs> Which one? Chocolate or strawberry? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, dear. Right, um, I really yes. fancy a chocolate moose. Oh, yeah, tasty. <laughs> Whoa. Probably get one from the kebab shop. <laughs> Sainsbury's. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Back to the serious stuff. Um, so, Jerry Jarrett passed away recently. Yes. Uh, yeah. He started as a referee. First match was 1965. Fucking hell. He helped run many promotions: uh, CWA, USWA, WCCW, and TNA, just to name a few. He. Held many titles as well. NWA Mid-American Tag Team Champion with George Gould. Gould? Gould. Gould. Uh, NWA Southern Tag Team Champion 10 times. Wow. Five times with Tojo Yam- Yamamoto. Four times with Jackie Fargo. And one time with Johnny Marlin. Uh, I, I, I mustn't laugh because this is a serious subject, yeah. right? 
But you know the Tojo guy? Yeah. I think he's in Memphis, right? Look up a story about Tojo on Jim Cornette's channel. And that's okay. all I'm going to say. Okay. Anyone who knows what that story is will burst out laughing right. immediately. Why do I think he's a Tojo? I'm thinking Tojo and Earl. That's Toe Jamino, isn't it? Toe Jamino. Toe Jamino. Sega game. Tojo was a small, almost they used to he used to look a little bit like Buddha. Right. In in stature, but he was quite a hard nut. He was really big in Memphis. Okay. I'll go for that. Yeah. He also created the scaffold match. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. because you had Cornet fall off and break his leg. Yeah. Was that in Memphis? Yeah, sure. because Jerry was Memphis, wasn't he? Yeah, they were together. They co-promoted. They kind of like were partners for a while as well. So yeah, I think it might be Memphis that it was, unless it was the CWA. But um, it was one of those promotions. Yeah, but yeah, um, he also was behind some of the Vince McMahon invading USWA angle as well when Vince yeah, first came out exactly. as the, the heel back like way before the Mr. McMahon character. All right. Yeah, he was yeah. in USWA uh, a little bit later, wasn't he? I don't know. I can't remember Jerry's path. He also, an interesting story was um, when Vince was on the steroid trial in 1993, he was going to step into the WWF and kind of help sort of run things. Oh, wow. This story is unfortunately a little bit of a myth. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a... Uh, was that the case or wasn't it the yeah, case? Yeah, it was you. Uh, it is a story that's out there. You like Vince would have gone to jail and basically would have Jerry would have took phone calls from Vince and stuff. Did you Something hear about like that? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah hmm. uh, Bruce Pritchard shot that down. Now, whether that's out of jealousy, because Bruce Pritchard was not the greatest fan of Jerry Jarrett, yeah. I don't know. Could have been, but that okay. is a that is a rumor. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Johnny's right, yeah. Yeah. And on another sad news, it was the passing of the genius, Leaping Lanny Poffo. Yeah. Yes. A couple of things he'd done in his career. He managed the Beverly Brothers. The Brothers Beverly. He, he introduced the moonsault to the WWF audiences. Really? Was, yeah. yeah. Didn't he know that. executive consultant to Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. He played a big part of international championship wrestling. Lanny would hold the ICW world title three times. He was a four-time ICW tag team champion. He was NWA tag team champion with his father. Oh, shit. And he also beat Hulk Hogan by countout on Saturday night's main event. He did. I remember the, well, I remember the match. Yeah. Well done. Do you know what I... This is going to be another tangent, probably. Do you know what I used to love back in the WWF? You know how much I... Like the managers. Mm, yeah. I used to love when they used to do the business transactions. Do you oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the genius, there was some reason, I don't know what swap they did, but Bobby Heenan swapped with the genius for Mr. Perfect. Do you remember this? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's a really amazing one years, years ago, if you watch it, where they're actually in a bank. It's okay. so weird. And Slick... And Bobby the Brain Heenan are doing a business transaction yeah, for Hercules. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It's really weird. Okay. Yeah. I, I used to like the genius. I liked his poems at the beginning of yeah. the matches. Um, 
I was remember. I, I don't he picked up the arse by Jameson. Yeah, he did. There was one match I always remember. It was him and the Beverly Brothers against Legion of Doom and Paul Ellering. It was on a video. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, bless them both. I have actually wrote down one of his poems as well oh. to read. Oh. <laughs> it was the one when the Macho King was crowned king, with him being his brother and all as well. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. We witnessed the dethroning of one hacksaw Jim Duggan, whose crown and robe are in a state of ravage. I now remove my motorboard and place it by my heart, and this proclaim you, Macho King Randy Savage. Go. All hail the king. What a fucking weird segment that is. <laughs> yeah. No, have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. When the, yeah. Uh, all the hills around clapping yeah. and everything is really it's weird. It's odd. Yeah. Very odd. I also found out today <clears throat> there is a book that was released in 1991 of all the genius's poems. And I'm going to try and track it down. I'm going to find it one day. Well, I bet it's worth a fortune. It probably is, yeah. So, someone's looking probably to get that as a shit present <laughs> yes. at Christmas. I'd love that if you want to find it for oh, me. I fucking knew so you what, would. As soon as some, if, if someone got that for me as a shit present, I'd put it straight on fucking eBay. I bet it's worth a fortune. <laughs> or a bit like his frisbees that he used to throw before he was the genius into the crowd when he was Leaping Lanny. I always thought that they didn't do enough with Leaping Lanny. Yeah, I like. He was very like athletic. He was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was, he was sort of a, a lightweight, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. he was like especially for that time, like heavyweight, and he, he was very, very athletic, similar to Owen Hart. Yeah, yeah. You know, Maybe like the Blue Blazer when he first come on yeah. the scene. Yeah. Similar, similar to like, wow, this guy can do some quite cool stuff. It's surprising mm. they never ever brought him back. Like, ever, did they? No. He never did anything ever again after no. the genius. And the genius finished, what, 92? Yeah, yeah, fizzled. And just, just disappeared. And I'm surprised they didn't bring him back for, like, a backstage thing. But even, even the genius, as much as we like the genius, he was very low-level manager. Yes, yeah. Like, he was he was a manager of, like, low-level car people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I always thought as well, Damien Sando was kind of like the new genius. Yeah, he was. He was the I same style. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a missed opportunity. Yeah. But um yeah, I think that's it for the genius. Um there was the battle in the valley for NJPW. Jay White's gone. Where do you think yeah. he's gonna turn up? AEW Honestly, WWE? AEW. Yeah, I'd, oh, I, yeah. If, if I was him I'd go to AEW. Yeah. I think he'd uh, I think he'd struggle in WWE. Yeah. yeah. I don't think not. I don't think they'd know think, what to do with him. Well, I think this sounds... We know who he is. Yeah. But I don't think the casual fan knows who he is. And no. I don't think he's going to get over. I think he suits uh, AW crowds. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the amount of work that you'd have to do with him, I could see you having to put him in NXT. I know it sounds yeah. ridiculous, but not I like honestly him. Not don't... Not he needs it. But... I don't think anyone would know who he is. Yeah. I don't think there's much you could do. Yeah. Well, if he come out... Would you would you expect a crowd no. to know who he is? He's not, not AJ Styles. No. no, no, no. You know? Did we watch the uh, Sasha Banks return? No, no. I've seen the highlights. I watched it. it back at Wrestle Kingdom. I haven't seen the match. The match is apparently really good. I didn't enjoy it. Oh, okay. So this this is the Kari same. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. Did she win? Uh, yeah, she won the yeah. title. Um, 
Yeah, sorry. I just. You can see she's put a lot of work in with the whole Lucha Libre style, but I, I just, me personally, I just, I don't find it works. Fine, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Yeah. I can't comment. I'll watch it. I've been watching progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, all in all, I mean, the actual, the the card itself was really good. I mean, the the actual pay per view itself was really good. I, I, there was nothing to it. There was there was no storyline. It was just turn up, pay per view. I'm announced. Blah blah blah. Botched my finisher. And now I'm getting a title shot. Mm. Like, like why? Yeah, fair enough. Me. Right. But yeah. We got anything else? I oh. didn't really hear that part, did you? I'm sorry. I was like looking <sighs> at Johnny. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck it. <laughs> Did you, you hear it, Johnny? You, 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 you hear it back. the way that you went, you went, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> you hear it back. That's I know you didn't like it. Nah, uh, I don't know. There's not care. much else you can say to it, <laughs> no. really. Yeah. I oh. haven't seen it all. I've seen the highlights. But... I was watching Johnny go through his head. I think Kyrie saying, I think, deserves better than that. Yeah. I think that Kyrie... I think that Kyrie, if she wasn't so... From what I heard, it was it was homesickness. I don't know if that's true, but I think Kari was good with Asuka. Yeah, she was. As a tag team. Yeah. I really do. Oh, that's something to talk about. Asuka winning the WrestleMania, uh, Belair and Asuka. I, I like her new character, although she hasn't really done much with it, apart from the face paint, I guess. And the dribbling. Yeah. There needs to be a bit more, I think. Do we think it's a WrestleMania-worthy match? I think it's a match. What I mean by that is, have we seen that sort of match before? Yeah, absolutely. But it's, and I, and I really don't mean for this to sound as harsh as it's going to be, that's a WrestleMania filler match. I think the the technical ability of the two mm. makes it, a, this is what is fascinating to me, makes it a WrestleMania match. I think the familiarity of the two... Mm doesn't make it a Wrestlemania no. match because they've been around each other too much yeah, yeah. I there's, think it's there's quite... no there's no it's, the, the bit I was trying to convey is it, there's no shock factor to this match it's who do you think is going to win I'd, I'd say spectacle honestly I can see Asuka coming out on this one no I think Belair will win I think that I, I think they're going to do the same thing similar I think Triple H is very big on the title staying where it is for a while. Mm. And I think Belair's had it for a year and I can still see her having it. Yeah, I think she might. Oh, I just don't know. If they're trying to push Asuka, then... Do you need to push Asuka? No. I, I think I got... that's what they're going to do, though. I didn't agree with the decision, by the way, in the Elimination Chamber. I'd have put Liv Morgan in the match. Mm. I know that Liv has struggled... But I think it's more of an interesting story moving forward to have yeah. two faces from a different... They're both on different sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it could have been more intriguing as a build-up. Because mm. you've got, like, Belair who's so good. Yeah. And then you've got Liv trying to prove herself. Yeah. And I think it could... You that know, could work. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's, that's, that's got a bit of heart and soul to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what's the other wins match? It's uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan of that. That they doesn't wrestled do it a few years back, didn't they? At WrestleMania, uh, she was... she squashed um, Rhea. Ripley will win this one. 
I'd, I'd like to see her win it. I'd like to see her get a decent I fucking run. I don't see Charlotte as a face. I can't see it. It's no. just, it never works. No. It's not a face. No. 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 Couldn't give a She's shit. too self-entitled to be a face. Yeah. yeah. Through character. Plus through... Uh, Is it a fucking character though? Well, through <laughs> perception in real life as well because yeah. she's got the Ric Flair thing yeah. and... It's difficult to it's difficult to get behind someone yeah. like that when they're arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. So really you've got two heels going at it. Because I see Ripley getting cheered in oh, that I match. Think she will as yeah, well. of course you yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. So therein ends our episode. Indeed. Number fourteen. Oh, all wrapped and done. And it only leaves us with our final discussion, which is episode 15's topics. Okay, it's my turn, yeah? It is, mate. If it ain't top three mooses, mate, you're in trouble. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I I promised a big fan of Top Turnbuckle Podcast that I was going to cover one of his subjects. So it's not going to be mine. It's going to be Lee Spicer's. Big to you, mate. You have given us a few, mate, and I'm going to use one for episode 15. Crack on, mate. And that will be the top three matches that have never happened. Very nice. Little general rules. They must be wrestlers who have retired. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 I'm going to put a marker down. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because otherwise we'll go into Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles and all weird places. Okay. So wrestlers that have retired or have passed away. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. All right. And our best or worst moment. Yep. We have King of the Ring coming up. Ooh. And Queen of the Ring. Du, 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 du. Yeah. Du, 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 you could go with a theme tune. So. Fucking okay, no. hell. Or Todd Pettengill. He was big on it. He used to yeah. brackets and shit. I like Todd Pettengill. Yeah, so do I. Uh, so that is the best and worst moments from King of the Ring. Okay. Nice. Yes. Well. Well, well, well. All that's left to do. And oh, oh. just one more thing because that will be interesting. Let's go for two. Let's go for you can have a best and worst. Okay. Right. From King of the Ring. From King of the yeah. Ring. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It'll be interesting. Yeah. See yeah. why everyone picks as the best and the worst. Worst yeah. will be really interesting. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. I've already done mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, yeah. Well, looking forward to that. Well, okay. there we go. Indeed. There wraps up episode 14, everyone. Um. Oh. Are we forgetting something? No, we're not. No. I've no. been waiting for that. <sighs> Last episode, <clears throat> we, well, I sang... Slam Jam. Well, it was kind of like a philosophical <laughs> yes. poetic reading, which I thought, I thought, Johnny, the lyrics, I thought that you delivered them beautifully. and I Beautifully, thought that, yes. I thought it was really a tribute to the artistry and the song and the genius. Thank you. Yeah. That does That's mean a lot to good. Ooh, so I have got one last thing to say. Oh. Um, because I was told recently that I have to mention him every episode and I haven't done it today. Uh, Dan Housen. There you go. Oh, Dan has a rock watch. Has he yeah. been on TV? <laughs> Dan has a watch, yeah. 
Oh, he has been on TV. Uh, no, he hasn't been on TV. Oh, okay, but... so Dan hasn't watched this week. Unfortunately, we haven't seen him. He hasn't been on TV, but he's been trolling the fuck out of CM Punk recently. Oh, okay. Apparently, he owes him $47,000. Right. Because he wore a face mask of Dan Housen, and he was seen at New Japan's last promo, in which he clearly used Dan Housen's money to get the tickets. Tony Khan Booker of the Year is doing a hell of a job, isn't he, with yeah. Dan Housen? <laughs> Yeah, so there's Dan Housen watch. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You're welcome, Darren. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, um, back to the new topic, I'd say, on... Well, it's not really a topic, This is, is my favourite. This part. is more like a... I fucking sl- hate the period. Yeah, Slam Jam was last <laughs> month. And going forward, for every episode, I will be reading a theme song or a song that was released... Wrestling related, absolutely anything. Uh, Just quickly, because I'm such a fan of this part. (laughs) When you're finished this song, is it okay for the first one, as an honour for me giving you those kind words, for me to ask if I could have a request for what's coming next time? Yes. Oh, thank you, Johnny. What we do, if the... If you do at the end. We'll put it out there, and if people want... You can have the next one, obviously, but if we, then we'll start putting it out onto yeah. the page. But if people don't get back to us, then we'll take it in turns of picking one. Yeah, so I'm having think. this one this yes, time. because, because I am I get involved. <laughs> I let Lee have my topic, so I, I think this is more important to me, yeah. so I'm going to have the next one. Yeah. So that's fine. So, um, again, it is off the WrestleMania album, uh, which Slam Jam was also off of. Um, it was released on October the 7th, of 1993. By Simon Carroll. Simon Carroll, <laughs> yes. Good old Simon. It reached number 71 in the charts. So just Travis, missing the Travis, top 40. Travis, yeah. It also only lasted one week as well, which is <sighs> disappointing. Very disappointing. One week too fucking long. And the song I'm going for is USA by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Fucking shame on you. It's beautiful. There we go. Right. Are you ready? Sitting comfortably? Listeners at home, sitting comfortably? If you know the words, feel free to join in. This will be going on TikTok as well. (laughs) Right. Power. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I'll start again. Listen, listen, I know that it's uh, hard. (laughs) I know know that you have to do this justice. Yes, yes. It's it's a very, very, you know. Okay, deep breath. Power. I've got my two by four, two by four. I've got the American flag, a powerful new force. A lot of times you're getting ready to wrestle. You're in the back of the dressing room, lacing up your boots and thinking, geez, this guy I'm wrestling today is going to be awful tough. I know he's over in the other dressing room. He's big, he's young and he's tough. He wants to make his name and beat up old Hacksaw. Feel like I'm there. <laughs> Sometimes I do get a little apprehensive. And then right before I go through that curtain, I've got that American flag over my shoulder. Oh, USA. What the fuck is that? <laughs> USA. <laughs> USA. Oh. Even the dog's had enough. <laughs> by two by four over my other shoulder. 
I start walking through the street. The people start chanting, USA, USA, USA. The hair on the, oh, is the, the, hair on the back shit. of my <laughs> neck stands up. The blood starts pumping through my heart. The air in my lungs, I give a big, oh. <laughs> I storm on down to the ring. And I do what Hacksaw Jim Duggan does best. And that is beat people up. Ba-ba-ba, beat people up. Ba-ba-ba, beat people up. USA, USA, USA. Oh. Thank you for that, Johnny. That's this is all. truly inspiring. I felt very emotional when I was listening to that. <sighs> I felt like I was there in that dressing room. I'm shaking. I'm yeah. shaking. I'm actually shaking right now. I mean, recently, as you know, I've told you, I've, I've had to read some real classics, uh, you know, like, had to read, like, Ovid's Metamorphosis and things like that. And I have to say, it's just more beautiful. It's just more beautiful. It's just yeah. captivating beauty of words. And remember, there will be many more of these to come. So, so yeah. I can pick. You can pick the very next Thank one. Thank you so much. I'm so honoured. Uh, I'm going to go... Johnny, because we listened to it earlier, and this was a tough decision, guys. It really was. I'm going to go with Bret Hart, Johnny. Okay. Do you think you're up to the task? Because it's, it's very emotional, that this one. This is the one from the WrestleMania album as well. Yes. Never been a right time to say goodbye. Yeah, now this, this is a real tearjerker. It's, it's got me already. Yeah. And there never is a right time to say goodbye here at Top Turn Buckle Podcast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yes. Stu loves it, really. You just can't no. take it in emotionally. I'm, I'm emotionally dead, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Johnny reads in there. He must have felt this. It's I did. Amazing. Yes. Uh, my sphincter rattled. So there we go. Yeah. There we go, folks. There ends and wraps up episode 14. Um, thanks ever so much to everyone who got involved. Jason. Hello. <laughs> and hopefully more of you will get involved next time, you lazy bastards. <laughs> Take care, everyone. I'm not that. Um, no, no, I'm fucking, I'm keeping it in. All right. You slack ass kids. <laughs> Thanks a lot for tuning in, folks. We'll see you on episode 15 in a month's time. See you later from me, Stu. See you later, guys. From James. And goodbye from me. Johnny. Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. USA. 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 Gonna have to stop it, Johnny. It's make me very emotional. <laughs>